right, all you ungrownups out there, this is the ungrownups. I'm Matthew, and across from me is Ryan. That's me. That's you. Hey. And this is episode 64, otherwise known as the 64th episode. Yes. I and feel if, like I need an echo. Ooh, yeah. We don't or, have that. Or we need like a a sound bite of rolling in my 64. Oh, yeah, because this is the 64. Yeah, because we are homies like that, yo. Old school with my Impala. You do have your hat on backwards. I that, do. That is gangsta. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's a Patagonia hat, so probably not. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. no. It's the yeah. complete. I guess, I mean, unless you consider really white people gangster. Uh, it's a different gang. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, it is. So we're into April. Yes. There were some April Fool pranks. There was. Uh, you pulled one. Yeah, and it was a long game. It was a long game, and then like, even when you revealed it, I was like, Huh. Yeah, I wasn't meant to be like, I didn't think it was going to be anybody would feel bad or tricked or whatever about it, but it was just kind of, yeah, it, it lined up. It did line up well. Perfectly. So the prank was, Ryan uh, has a, a friend that had special ordered a somewhat exotic vehicle, yeah. a, a limited production Porsche. That's correct. And uh, Ryan had claimed that he had bought it and he sent over Accurate. like the, the Monroney and he sent over like the the ship tracking logs. Because I had access to everything. Right. Right. And I so I had pictures of it in the factory. I had the tracking for, you know, going through the build, it being on the boat, pictures of it at the dealer. Yeah. And we were discussing things like uh, uh, how many how many times the car had been farted in right. in <laughs> right. the factory build process yep. between, you know, being built and being delivered. Yeah. You know, important, important discussions. There. Exactly. And then uh, I on, guess it was just plausible enough. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was like, OK, well, it's a pricey car. But I'm like, well, Ryan does. All right. Maybe and he cashed in some children. You don't you, you are kid free. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, he cashed in some stock and, and bought himself yeah. a new toy. I'm like, it's 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 a little bit of a stretch, but it's totally plausible. Exactly. And that's kind of why I, I figured it would work. Yeah. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then uh, I think the, the one that seemed the most excited about it would Nick. be Nick. Yeah. Nick was like, oh, I can't wait to write it. Oh, yeah. you can let me in. And I was Nick like, was yeah. stoked. And I, I had to do I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. Maybe you'll get to see it. I don't know. And I was yeah. just kind of messing around with it. And I even had. I, so when he picked up the car, um, did you take him to the dealer? No. So I've, t I took him to pick up his e-tron when he got that. And I okay. was actually the first person to get to drive that. And oh. that was going to be the plan with the Porsche, but he took his son, which I totally, awesome, oh, yeah, right? yeah. they got a one-way rental up to, uh, cause it's, um, Rusnick and Thousand Oaks. Yeah. So they got a one-way rental, picked it up and we were supposed to meet here, but kind of things got a little messed up. So I ended up, uh, hauling butt on the motorcycle down to El Toro Okay. at the, uh, with that mod pizza or whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. Ran down there so that I could get a picture of me in the car gotcha. so that I had that to send. Right. <laughs> so it definitely looked like. Yeah. 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 And there was nothing. And then I the way I revealed it was a video of my garage opening that just has all my motorcycles in it. With the middle clearly, finger. Yeah. With and, an outstretched middle finger. Right. And very clearly no Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Nick, I was like. Nick, it, but Nick's response was funny because he was like, well, it's not in the garage yet. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, and I don't, I'm not like a big April Fool's guy, but it just lined up and worked. And I was like, yeah, no, I'll it, go with it. And it did. But the funny thing is, is like, we were like, uh, we like to send each other shit on Instagram. Yeah. The Instagram. I've and, been on and it. And so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll share memes and jokes and whatever. And so the one I sent to Ryan today was, uh, posted from, uh, Simon C. Holland. And 
he's on Twitter and he basically just reposts all his shit on Instagram, like screenshots. But his his post was, how much setup do you need for your April Fool's jokes? <laughs> My kids have believed we were going to Disney World for spring break since Christmas. Which LOL. is pretty good. Yeah, that one's Can pretty good. Can you imagine that? Oh, dude, as a kid, I'd be so just pissed. Just four months of excitement just going, oh, and yeah. Then nothing. And then April Fool's. Oh, that's oh. so bad. That, it's actually... I don't know if, if, does anybody go on spring break that early? Like April 1? Yes. Oh, then it would be even there better are, if they were actually on. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are kids on spring break last week, this week. And that's the weirdest thing is grown up, my spring break was always the week before or the week after Easter. That's what I thought. Traditionally, I think that's still sort of what it is. Yeah. But. There have been people on spring break for like the last month. Yes. Well, not, not taking the whole month. But no, they've been, but right. they started. And I think part of it is, is because the school year in many areas ends so early, it doesn't make sense to take the, you know, the third week of April off when you're out of school in early May or yeah, mid-May. I, I get the school, so maybe, the school year doesn't make any sense anymore. No, it just... Like at all. It's changed quite a bit from when I was a kid. I know Chapman already had their spring break because they well, post, Cle- they posted something to Instagram about Welcome Back. Yeah, colleges do their own thing with a semester... Set yeah, up or quarters, and so that's why it all varies. I, I follow them on their. They have a, like they have way too many Instagram accounts, but I follow a couple of them because there's always events, and it's nice to know what's going on to avoid certain yeah, areas. Yeah. That you makes know sense. What I mean? yeah, yeah, and I, otherwise I could give too. But I, I will say, I your your April Fool's prank, I didn't fall for quite as as hard. I was just like, oh, yeah. But right. I mean, I I don't think it was a thing where I was trying to get anybody to fall for anything, right? Right. I did. You know, it was just a thing. I was like, well, okay, well, let's see what happens. Because I totally expected somehow to get called out and put, put in a spot where I couldn't explain something. Yeah. The best, though, was Jeanette sent something to me Friday morning. And it was uh, on an Instagram page called NY Bucket List. Okay. And it said, the Northern Lights will be visible in New York City for the first time in 42 years. Yeah, somebody got me with that because and I didn't so realize what day it was. I got Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got super excited. I'm like, oh, that's rad. I'm yeah. like, dude, we should see if we get flights out there. <laughs> I mean, last minute, let's go. And then, like, later in the afternoon, I was scrolling, and then I happened to see one from... Los Angeles right, that's bucket the same list. Thing. Yep. Yeah, and it was like the Northern Lights will be visible in LA for the first time in 42 years. And I was like, wait a fuck. minute. Yeah. And then well, I then I sent it to Jeanette and she's like, what? I'm like, no, this is straight up prank. I mean, New York maybe could possibly see because it's far enough uh, north. Maybe. 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 But I'm like, LA's way too far south. There's absolutely no way. Well, so somebody, one of my friends had posted that to their story, the LA one. And yeah. I was like, I, I responded to their story with, no shit, really? And then took me like two beats and went, Oh, and then had to re-respond to their story again and go, I get oh, it. Yeah, that was the only one. Like, that one, I felt dumb right. for, for <laughs> believing a split second. Right. Your Porsche story, I was just like, huh. Like, I didn't, there was no, like, oh, darn it. Well, yeah, you but know, then, I've I been tricked. That, that definitely wasn't the intent behind it. No, it was just, I, I like, know. You know what I mean? Like, actually, and I think if you had felt really bamboozled, I would have been like, oh, that's your bad <laughs> Right? Like, yeah. Okay. You're the dumbass for believing I could do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well I mean, you know, I could. I just had to live in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, that's the that's thing. It's not like, enough square footage. I, w- I was thinking about it as like, all right. So just even like looking at people that, that can afford, like, let's say a $200,000 car. Yeah. Not quite that much, but yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I know yeah. the Porsche wasn't, but I'm just right. saying because that's a nice even round. I mean, even, even a $100,000 car. Sure. Like, when you go in and you finance it, you're like, what's your monthly payment? Like, if you do 0% down with, like, 0% financing for 72 months, you're at, like, at 1500 1800 bucks. I yeah, mean, like two grand. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's kind of crazy. I, I remember... But I don't think a lot of those people are... I think a lot of those are probably either leases. Yes. 
Well, or, I, I sent you a lease rate for like a Lamborghini. Yeah. And it was 5300 bucks a like month that. or something yeah. like that. And of course, you know, you can put zero miles on it right. without incurring uh, 25 cents a mile or whatever, so whatever the penalty is. But because of my my background in doing car audio, a lot of times I've worked on cars where I, I've had to remove the glove box. Uh-huh. And a lot of times people leave the, oh, the, the window in sticker yeah, in right, the glove right, box right. or their or their uh, contract, like the paperwork for buying the car. Oh, like that's finance. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was working on a buddy's car and he was, uh, it was a Land Rover hmm. and uh, Land Rover Discovery. No, maybe it was a Range Rover. It was a Range Rover. And I, I pulled the glove box because I needed to run some cables behind it. And his lease agreement was in there. And this was probably, oh, this has to be like 15, 20 years ago. Okay. And his lease payment at that time, I thought, was outrageous, and it was like twelve hundred bucks. Holy crap! Yeah, that's a lot of money. It totally is. But yeah. he he was a a contractor, and For so I, what? I just like a home improvement. Oh, contractor, oh yeah, right? some of those guys make good money. A general contractor. So I I wonder if it's with certain vehicles when the gross vehicle weight is over sixty five hundred pounds. Yeah, I think you it can is. Write it off. You can write it off. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he was like, okay, well. This is absurd, but I can write off this twelve hundred dollar a month lease. Yeah. I don't whereas know. if I bought something more practical, I, I or smaller, I yeah. wouldn't be able to write it off. I wonder what the Toyota is. How much that thing weighs? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, we know it gets shitty gas mileage. Oh, yes, it's, it's, well, that's partly my own doing. Yeah. It, well, the tires. Do you think me had that big of an impact? Tires are heavier for sure. Okay. And then the rack. It's but very you don't not think the aerodynamic. Wheels, you don't think the wheels counteracted? I mean, you lost some weight with the wheels. You added some weight with the rubber. So that might have been. That might be net nothing. But then you've got it's got actual all terrains on it, which is yeah. you know that's kind of not the best tire for fuel mileage. True. Uh, it's got the rack, the light bar, all that stuff is. Yeah, and, and that's you've got the, in the awning hanging off. Yeah, and it's already a box, so I've just added boxes onto a box. And most of your driving tends to be around surface streets, like city streets. Yeah, I mean, even on the highway, it's not great. I can get 18, 19, maybe 20 if that's, I drive. That's with you hypermiling? Yeah, like 65. Tucking in behind a yeah. big rig? Yeah, and I, I am not that guy. I will not be doing zero miles an hour down the freeway. Yeah, I, I got to get where I'm going. It, it's crazy how fast gas prices climbed and then just how slow they'll drop. So it's basically a big fuck you to mobile and Exxon and Shell and all those oil companies that are just really profiteering in a time yeah. where they, have they had shitty. record profits over the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Last year was record profits for a lot of them. Like I, I think Exxon Mobil had $23 billion in profits last year. And so they used that to buy back their own stock. Oh, good. So, you know, cause yeah. more profits. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. The, the BMW I filled up, and it is oh, your almost, bike, yeah, yeah okay. it's almost nine gallons. See, so I, it's like, I'm, it's I'm like amazed that you have a fuel tank that large in a bike. On the adventure bike, yeah, that's all about the range, my friend. But does you, the tank go somewhere? Because I mean, it just looks like a typical motorcycle tank. It doesn't look like it could hold nine. No, gallons. when you get if you actually like if you look at how wide that tank actually is, yeah, like the, that bike is huge. It's really, really wide, and the tank's pretty tall. Okay, and it's a I mean, it's still a saddle tank. Yeah, it, but I mean, <clears throat> visually, when you look at it, you go, okay, that's four gallons or something like that. I didn't realize it was. Oh, it's massive. Yeah, yeah. So it costs basically as much as a small car to fill because it takes premium. Right. And your your nine gallon tank on your motorcycle is about my ten gallon tank in my car. I mean, I think my car's got a twelve gallon, like that, but I yeah. usually only even when it's empty and the lights on, I can get maybe ten point one, ten point two gallons into it. it. Three quarters of a tank in the Forerunner was a hundred and five dollars. Three quarters of regular. Yeah, that's not even a full tank. That is nuts. 
It's absolutely insane. And apparently they changed the pumps now so they don't stop at 100. Oh, they changed the credit card pre-authorization. Yeah, because yeah, before, I, I worked at a gas station when I was in high school, and at that time it would stop at 50. But that was when gas was... Yeah, but gas was a buck. Yeah, exactly. A buck 10. Uh, it was... I think when I worked there, it was anywhere between 97 cents and a buck three. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, nothing, yeah. pretty much. Right. And yeah. So at that point, that's still 45, almost 50 gallons worth of gas before... The machine would click off. So unless you were filling a motorhome or something like that. And I guess gas is still cheaper than bottled water. Starbucks. Starbucks. Red Bull. Yeah. Uh, it's still cheaper. Per gallon, yeah. It's yeah, per gallon. It's cheaper than patchouli. Cheaper than paint. Paint, yeah. And by the way, patchouli is really expensive. I didn't even know it was an oil or a liquid. I, I just yeah, it's an oil. It was a stink. No, it's an oil. It's gross. But but my point, so it's like 90, I think it's like $90 or maybe more for yeah. a, a gallon of it. Imagine how much a gallon of semen would cost. I don't know, but soap is <laughs> soap is almost free. So instead of hippies using patchouli, they, they should just buy soap. soap. Yeah, I, and I, now I we've okay lost a loser. Or I mean, a listener. I that was the same. I don't know if that was an intentional slip up. It was not, <laughs> but it worked. It, we're going with it. So oh. speaking of things that are really, really expensive, I sent you an Instagram earlier today. There's a castle in Connecticut, and that is right, a castle in connecticut well it looks like a castle it's architecturally I mean, it is, visually it looks like a castle. inside's got it's got like old. a drawbridge kind of looking thing and yeah and they put on the inside they put like uh what do you call that it's all middle medievally decorations yeah it's what's the thing in the backyard though is it a pool is I, it a i like the spice rack that looks like a weird column in the center of a round kitchen and it's literally <laughs> got spices on it and it's like an architecture detail so this is in Woodstock, Connecticut, that's been on and off the market for years, it was featured in some Netflix movie. Oh, I'd really? Where they needed, like, a castle, and so they used the exterior shots for it. It's 19,000 square feet. That is... I can't even... You'd get lost. How many bathrooms do you get for 19,000 square feet? Six. <laughs> and they're all just, like, they're far extreme, corners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but I want to know what the thing in the backyard is. It's like a... You can see it from the view. Murder hole, trampoline, circus pool. Maybe? Like maybe, I, maybe it's a jousting pit? There is zero... Oh, is that a stage? I don't know. Man, but that is bizarre. But the thing is, is like, somebody obviously had that built. And There's so a suit be, of armor. Well, of course. <laughs> and it's probably got a coat of arms and some oh, other man. shit. But I mean, $60 million for a house. You know, and I'm mocking that, but I mean... <laughs> Did you way- see the, the shower made of a tree? Yeah. I don't understand. Well, Zillow Gone Wild is this, is this weird perversion where you're looking at stuff and going, what person would do that? Like, <laughs> either in a decorating standpoint or right. just from an architectural standpoint. Because there are some some questionable shit that you see. It is amazing. The crazy thing to me is that somebody built that, thought it looked really good, oh, yeah. wh- whatever it is. And, and then kept somebody going. else thought, you know what? I, I agree with that. you and yeah. I need it. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is like, who's going to pay the $60 million? And then how do you finance? Like the bank has to, you know, you get the appraisal. What kind of comps are they comparing a castle to <laughs> right. in Connecticut? <laughs> well, and I, I have, a, I don't think that's a thing you can finance. Well, I think that's the, a thing that you pay for. Yeah, that that probably is. And there now I'm scrolling through. There's just, it gets weird. There is one house on my street that, or actually there's two houses on my street that I, I want to go on sale simply so that there's either an open house or the pictures are available online to I'm, see the inside yes why well one they one house that's down the street from me did um kind of like a pandemic makeover like they started working on the house they did the inside and they they did some weird stuff because the, the floor plan 
has a laundry room upstairs, uh-huh. like off the hallway at the top of the stairs. And we noticed in the garage that they had relocated the washer and dryer into the garage and did all the plumbing and everything. Okay. So we're like, okay, well. Then what did they do with that? What they do with it upstairs. And then there's a dining room that has a window that's at the front of the house. They've enclosed the dining room and turned that into a bedroom because they left the blinds open one day and we saw like a doorway in there. Yeah. And we're like, okay, so it's, there's multiple... There's multiple generations of family living there. So there's... Oh, so there's, they made it so that more people can have some privacy, basically. Right. Yeah. But we're trying to figure out what... And they put in a pool in the backyard, but the back fence is probably like 15 feet from the back door. So it's just a blap pool? I don't know. That's weird. But I haven't seen anything. I just... I've seen the construction trucks, yeah. the contractors and all that stuff. And so I know Are they this... Still, they still working on it or that's all... Uh, they're still sort of working on it. They just had the front door replaced and they're they're doing... They got new, new grass put in. And mm. so the... I don't know if they're prepping to sell or if they're just working on it to, to you know, fine oh, you don't usually it. do a lot of that stuff unless you're going to. Well, the, the grass in some of the stuff seems a little kind of like it would be need to be done if you were going to put it up for sale kind right. of thing. But I, I have no idea if they're planning on selling or not. But that's one of those ones where I want to see how they turned what was originally a three bedroom house into what now is probably a five or a six bedroom. With no living space, probably. Right. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of curious on that one. And then there's another one that's um, in the neighborhood that um, we, we're friends with the neighbor. And the, this house that we're talking about is... You're friends with the neighbor of the weird house. Yes. Okay, got Okay. It. And so this weird house is renter-occupied. And the reason why it's renter-occupied is the previous homeowner had done some modifications to it. And then they tried selling it, but nobody would buy it because they had Because done of some, what they'd done? Right. What did they do? Apparently, they did some weird room conversion thing and, and, again, turned it into some weird extra bedroom thing. Okay. And I think it was unpermitted. Ah. So, that's why it couldn't be sold because of this weird thing. So, it's being rented out now. Yeah. And the neighbor said, oh, yeah, I've been in there before and it's weird in there. But he couldn't articulate. And so, it's one of those things where it's, I, I just want to see a picture. Maybe it's a portal to hell. Well, when we were house hunting back in the day, there were some weird houses. Like, there was one where they made a like a mini bathroom, like a half bath that had a shower and a toilet in the garage. Um, like, and we're like, okay. And then they that, had, that kind of makes sense. But then at the top of the stairs, they had a room that had a metal door with a deadbolt. Like it was the, like the dungeon, like a but security a, room, like, or where the madam hangs out or where the money gets paid. It seems. Did you go in the door? Yeah. The door was open oh, okay. and it was just a room, but the door itself was kind of odd. Sturdy. Yes. That's weird. Very weird. Yeah. And you're like, is this, was there like a prostitution ring in this house? And that's what the showers are? It was just really odd. Yeah, that's bizarre. Of course, Where was the that? house was vacant. This was, this is in South Orange County. Okay. It, you know, in a nondescript neighborhood, sure. but you walk into these house and you're like, what the hell they do? Yeah. And so some of this is like, maybe it's just the DIY guy that has no sense of taste and therefore it's just, he needed to replace a door and therefore he went with a steel door and a maybe, deadbolt. Maybe it's just a door somebody gave him. They're right, like, I have right. an extra door. Yeah, but it's Do just, you you're, you're walking through and you're like, what happened here? Right, maybe that was his safe. So that's why like Zillow Gone Wild is interesting just because of the fact that you get to see inside these houses and go, what the hell are you thinking? Oh, there's so many. Because I, well, excuse me, when I was buying my place in uh, in Portland, I saw some really, really weird. Yeah. And, and not even just weird. But there were some places where you realize, like, the 60s and 70s were wild, <laughs> right? Like, people were making these decisions, like purple carpet. Hot tub in the bedroom. Oh, bizarre. Yeah. Where I, I used to work at um, 
at a dealer up in the Bay Area, and our main dealer, right, was, uh, you know, our showroom and everything. Okay, right? yeah. it, was, it was nice. It was modern and yeah, well updated. Right next door, we had our used car building, it and was that was old. it was super old and weird. But the GM's office had shower, toilet, like a full bathroom. Uh, but that's not really that weird. That's kind of normal. I had an office with with that yeah. stuff. But uh, what was normal was black carpet. Okay. Do you remember those mirrors that kind of look like marble? Yeah, sort yeah. Of? with the glass or with the gold yeah, kind yeah, of veins yeah. so on it. So those yeah, yeah. all over the place. A pole, a bar. Oh, um, apparently it was like a, it was a very interesting place to go. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, I went, we used it for storage, but you walked in there and you're like, Oh, I don't want to touch anything. Do you think that was like in the cocaine fueled days oh, of car 100%. sales? Yeah. Yeah. I know like growing up that the, the first house I lived in, uh, that my, my parents bought, uh, we had a room with, um, carpet on the wall. Why? That was the late seventies, early eighties. That was the thing, and it was it was like red shag carpet on so the wall. Freaking weird. And I don't think the room had red shag carpet on the floor. It was just a carpeted wall. It was just a carpeted wall. And what do you do with it? Like you just touch it? And that's what I would do as a kid. That's bizarre. Yeah, because we had like a, a day bed in front of it, so I remember just laying on my back and rubbing my feet on the wall just because it's carpeted. Huh. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like soft. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh do you remember driftwood tables? Yeah. My we, dad's dining room table was like a, you know, quarter inch or half inch thick piece of glass. Massive. On top of, on yeah. top of this ugly ass driftwood that was always dusty and gross. Because <laughs> you can't dust that stuff. We had a, a room that had uh, wood paneling on the wall. Uh-huh. And so we, we tore that down and we started at the wall that they must have ended on because the liquid nails was pretty light. Yeah. And as we moved from left to right, the liquid nails got heavier and heavier oh, and heavier. Gosh. And so we figured they started on the right side of yeah, the wall yeah. and moved left. And then we ended up having to like retexture and, and redoing the mud on that wall. But yeah, it's just the, the fashion trend. You wonder what, what's, what's the terrible fashion trend of today that people 15 years from now will be like, why the fuck did they do that? Like the interior decorating? Yeah. Is it? Or not even that, but like even just remodels and whatnot. Right. Is it like the, the Pinterest, you know, like raised wall paneling or something or. You mean wainscoting? Yes, yeah. but I mean, there's different types of, yeah, of yeah, yeah. paneling. So ship lap. Yeah, is that the is that the that scourge? is pretty popular right now, right? Yeah, huh? Is that is that the future scourge? Is it all these weird Pinteresty decor things? Not I, gonna I, lie to you, I couldn't tell you. I, that I that is where I do not have my finger on the pulse. Yeah, when it comes to home decorating in general, even having owned, I'm like, nope, I this is not my forte. Yeah, you know, I can do the living room first so we were, we were talking about houses where we're you know neighborhood houses we're curious about the house or what the neighbors have done well that's like that one i told you i was telling you that came up for sale for like 2.2 mil down the street that turns out it's massive with a basement really yeah i, I don't think i told you about this I don't remember the price yeah it's like 2.2 and it's that it, it's where the trump people live um oh. yeah but anyways there there that one you do get to see because it was on zillow may still be on or it's on the realtors webpage and right. it's as bad as you imagine yeah, it like it's like a time capsule, but not a good one. Is it a basement or is it like a fallout shelter? No, it's an actual basement, right? Finished but I mean, how with... is the Trump fanatic outfitted? It like are they prepper oh, style? Or no, no. It... I mean, it's it's uh, outfitted like you know somebody's grandmother decorated everything. There's doilies and lace <laughs> curtains and shit everywhere, and probably plastic covering the couch. So we've got an asshole neighbor. Yeah, that's what you said. Which and is it's, it's not even a direct next door neighbor, but. The, this neighbor and I have the same numeric address. 
So our address is both seven. And your street names are too similar. They're very similar. Right. They're three word Spanish names. Right. And the first two letter, uh, first two words are the same. So it's exactly. really only the ending word that is different. Mm-hmm. But the the problem that that complicates it is that when you use smartphone navigation <laughs> to navigate to my house, the destination it smartly takes you to well, the wrong place. It basically tells you that you've arrived as you're in front of their house. But that's up to somebody. Like somebody should be smart enough. To and I know what I'm saying, but they should be smart enough to go. Okay, this is the address. That is not the same street. That's the street. Here's the sign. And so, our house is 150 feet in front of you directly. So when I drive home, it tells me I've arrived right as I get to the base of my driveway. Right, which so, is perfect. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's right in front of my house. That's what's supposed to be. But the problem is, is we don't have any problem with any of the FedEx, UPS, mail, USPS, all that stuff gets packages get delivered to our house without a problem. It's whenever you use like Uber Eats, when you use um, any of those food Instacart. Yeah, they go, they, well, and that, again, somebody should be better. They should be smarter and look at the thing. So I've, I've sold a couple of things on Craigslist and I tell the person that's coming to my house, I'm like, hey, the, if you're using a smartphone navigation app, it's going to tell you you've arrived. Yep. Before you get to my house, you have not. Right. Keep going straight. Here's a picture of what my house looks like. Right. This is what you're yeah. looking for. Yeah, it's not that one. And how many people have actually followed my instructions? Zero. Exactly. Yeah. People are stupid. My neighbor is stupid. Well, and yeah, I still can't believe you. You're telling me this. And I still can't believe that somebody would so, do this. A couple of weeks ago, we mentioned my wife was in Canada. She was busy with work. and Canada. Yeah, she was doing a photo shoot and stuff up there. So because she was kicking some major ass up there, one of her coworkers uh, decided to surprise her with a dozen crumble cookies. Don't all cookies crumble? Yes, but crumble is this oh, brand. hipster brand. It's like Got spelled it. C-R-U-M-B-L. Of course it is. Of course it is. And they're they're like the overpriced gourmet I'm surprised the use cookie left in there. Yeah. But so these cookies are, I, I want to say like all a car, they're like four bucks a piece. Oh, geez. Are right? they big? They're, or you don't know because. I don't know. So <laughs> I've, I've been there. So I do know what the okay, cookie okay. looks like. It's, it's a big fat cookie. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so her, my wife's coworker had surprised her with a dozen of these cookies and had them shipped to the house. Okay. And so they were shipped to the house on the day that my wife was supposed to arrive home from Canada. Which makes sense. Right. Yeah. And um, a week goes by and her coworker goes, Hey, did you ever get the uh, the the cookies that I sent? The coworker you? was probably first like, "Wow, that's really rude." Right, because yeah. my wife hadn't gone. Hadn't oh my gosh, anything. thank yeah, you yeah. so much. And my wife's like, "What are you talking about? We didn't get any cookies." And so her coworker sends her a screenshot of the the picture showing that the cookies were delivered. Yeah. And my wife's looking at it, it's like, "That's not our front porch." All right. And she knows it's the neighbor's front porch. Yeah, yeah. And so my wife walks over to the neighbor's house and said, "Hey." Did you guys get some cookies delivered? That clearly had the name, that not their name on it, too. Like, the well, deliver to and that's would what have I said, don't, not you. That's what I don't know. Like, when you get, like, a package, there's an address label. But when you get food delivered, is there Yeah, there's something there? that usually says, like, I got chip, Chipotle today. And, and it, it had, said Ryan? It, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't know how, how Crumble delivered it. I don't know who was the, the, sure. the delivery company. But anyways, so my wife goes over to the neighbor's house and says, hey, did you guys get a box of cookies for me yeah. last Saturday? And they're like, oh, yeah, we threw them out. But why? Well, and that's what my wife asked. And she was like, well, we, we got home on Saturday night, and it okay. was kind of drizzly that day. And the box was wet. So? And so we didn't know how long they'd been sitting there. So we threw them out. 
Okay, but maybe just take them to the neighbor and let the neighbor throw them out, who they actually belong to. Right. That's a dick They didn't move. even think to, like, go check with us. And the shitty part is, is this has happened multiple times before, and either I'll walk over and the package is still on the doorstep, right. and so I'll just grab just it grab because it, yeah. it's got my name on right. it. Or they've had shit delivered via Instacart or TaskRabbit or whatever to our house. And the same thing happens, except and, in the other direction. Right. right. And yeah, so, so. I, I go over there and I said, hey, you've got you know, a bunch of items from Costco on my driveway. Right. You want to get them. So my wife's all pissed. And so she leaves the house, comes home. And about like 10 minutes later, the, the neighbor comes over to our house, knocking on the door, apologizing, uh-huh. asking if he can uh, repay us for the cookies. I'm like, we don't know how much they were. We don't know what we missed. So we don't even know. It was a gift. It was a gift. Right. You know, and so it just would have been nice to know that we had gotten something. Sure. And I said, do you want me to start throwing out the items that appear <laughs> on our driveway that are for you? And he's and like, no. Obviously he said no. Right. And right. I was like, well, well then. too bad. So the plan is next time I, something gets delivered on my driveway, yeah. I'm not letting him know. Yeah. And if he doesn't pick it up within a couple hours, it's going in the trash. You should put the sprinkler on it first. And be like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got a little drizzly. Or I was washing my car yeah. and it was in the way and yeah. it wasn't mine. Except yeah. it was urine. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but so I just, like, so, something the- like that happens here actually because I'm so there's a building right next door. My address is not the same as that address, but and it says very clearly on the front of my house what yeah. the address is, right? Yeah. But I get stuff from my neighbor all the time. Is and, it like west and east, or is it like the number thing? No, the numbers are not even the same. Oh, dude. Yeah, and it just happens to be B is the unit number. Oh. So they don't care they don't care and yeah. they go and just i get amazon packages all the time well, i've had food weird, delivery weird package that was from france or something that was a oh that turned out to be the girls downstairs oh weird which was super weird so yeah i had no idea what was so that yeah that's first <laughs> off the one the one neighbor with the same unit letter yeah i usually i'll just go drop it off or whatever but there's been like food and i'm like i have no idea who this is even for right right so i'm just like ew, gross and that's if i have thrown away because it's literally food. hot food yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to eat somebody's poisoned food. But so, yeah, it had gotten a package. This was actually in my mailbox. So it came from France with no unit number. I guess they just played roulette and threw it to me. Yeah. Uh, no name or it had a weird name on it, too. I ended up texting the girls that live downstairs, texted one of them and said, hey, is one of your roommates named whatever? Yeah. And are they waiting for a package? She says, no, nobody there is that name. Turns out for whatever reason, one of them was in fact waiting for a package for somebody's name that doesn't live there. Oh, yeah. Weird. And so I just taped the stupid thing up and gave it to him. I was like, yeah. this is super bizarre. That is weird. Put it on their, their uh, doorstep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting the, the random unexpected shipment. What if he gets cool stuff and you're like, oh, I don't want No, because I've seen his Costco orders. Because I mean, they're, they're not even like, like trash bags. Box. No, it was like frozen chicken strips and it was like oh. you know a big thing of like salad mix and it just you know boring random costco Food. groceries yeah, sure. yeah. Huh. but stuff that is perishable yeah yeah you know and shouldn't be left on the driveway in the sun well, you know not your fault but now it will be what an idiot maybe i'll run it over with my car because it was just in the way but yeah, i mean it's it was just, just like it's just so weird to be like kind of a dick about it and then yes. try to make up and backpedal because even if they did the next day hey this box was completely soaked you know whatever but you got something from Crumble. they had no intention to come talk to you no and it was a week later right that's what i'm saying like so, so that, they had no they didn't give a shit yeah and so how much does it suck to be the coworker that tried to be you know surprising well hopefully she kind. was able to make like a claim 
I don't know. I mean, I, that's what I would. I would be like, hey, I mean, wait how, a minute. It's not like the coworker knows what our front porch looks like, right? Well, no, but address, I'm saying but... like after she found out that that was wrong, she could have contacted him and been like, hey, you left it at the wrong house and the people took it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. We don't typically use delivery services. But what ends up happening is, is like my wife will have like an all day meeting or something like that. And the coworkers are like, oh, hey, we'll, we'll send lunch over for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's the delivery driver. It's the Instacart. It's the yeah, Grubhub. Right. Those drivers that can't find the house. Well, and they don't care enough to look. Well, that's the thing is they don't, they're not paid to look just yeah, because sure. they only have so much time to deliver something. Like I have had where, oh, dude, this drives me insane. <laughs> I'll be waiting for something for my Grubhub or whatever, and they um, they call me. Like, I can't find your house. I'm like, well, I'm standing. I, I'll walk out onto the, whatever, yeah. I don't know what you call this thing. The, corner? the landing? The landing? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, okay, well, I'm outside, and I don't see, even see anybody. And yeah. they'll be not even on the street. Or they're at the freaking uh, uh, train station parking lot. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what the actual F are you doing? Yeah, how would you get that far away? Yeah, it was weird. I had an Uber guy one day drive past me. <laughs> as i was standing there and it was obvious it was like i'm yeah. the one waiting you're, for you're ride. waving at it yeah and like, then hey. he started yelling at me he's like this is not where it told me to go i told me to go over here and i'm like oh, i can walk 20 feet dude it's not a big deal yeah, yeah but this is me this is where i'm at yeah, yeah it was really weird i've had some very strange uh delivery things and you know i one thing i do luckily the the one thing that they pay attention to is don't ring the doorbell and don't knock i freaking hate that oh. i have a window right here i can yeah. see you thank you I don't need your doorbell. I still knock. I don't need your knock. Just in case um, your pants aren't on. Nah, well, you can see through the window. Well, I try um, not to look at your below the waist. But, I just... the, but the UPS and FedEx, those guys, every time, every freaking time, either pound, they pound on the door. And I've I've been like sitting here and I've had the window open and I'm like, hey, thank you. Appreciate it. And they yeah. still go. Oh. Like, fucking asshole. Well, maybe they're mad they had to climb stairs to get to your place. Oh. Maybe they're mad that they have to climb stairs and get some exercise. <laughs> wow, well, that I mean, was a little immature. Yeah, the, the FedEx and UPS dudes aren't doughy. They're they're pretty decent shape. Uh, there's a couple of them that must be contractors. Oh, the temp. They they look like uh, the motorcycle cops in uh, in Houston. What I find interesting is the Amazon delivery drivers. Like, so you can be your own amazon delivery driver like you can sign up yeah yeah you can just use your car use your car right there's some dude that's got like an old i think they just give you a vest pretty much yeah yeah there's there's a guy that that must be doing this because he's got like an old box truck that he's like rattle can black screw it and is doing this like in bulk so not only does he is he doing the the deliveries but he's got a huge ass truck to load all the packages up in and so it's I've seen him in the neighborhood a couple times going, that's the shadiest looking delivery guy. Or it's stealth Amazon delivery. Ooh. Yeah, he's all flat black and it's like blends into the night. It's flat black, but the the poor paint application doesn't mean it's blending in with anything. Oh, well, you know, he tried. He, yeah. And, but I I can't imagine going that far to pick up a truck and investing in this. I mean, unless they pay okay, I don't know. But to me, it's the same as the the people that that are Uber drivers that buy a brand new vehicle and lease it specifically to make money via Uber. Well, Uber has a lease program. Same thing. Yeah, which is mm, that that doesn't yeah. seem good. Right, and so you're you're shelling out a bunch of money to be an independent contractor for somebody else to get paid. You know. Yeah, I don't know what the heck. Yeah, based on an algorithm, and, and it just. Yeah. It it's. I mean, I'm glad that Uber exists because. You know, I well, did you see the, the airport? The the news that uh, 
Uber and the Taxi Commission in New York. Yeah, they're going to list the taxis, which I don't yes. understand. So you can find a taxi in the Uber app. So so okay. So it, it, so you can the pay? taxis are Ubers. Basically, yes. What then? What's the difference? Well, the convenience of the Uber thing was one is like your payment because I mean I remember being yeah. in taxi cabs and like oh yeah we don't take credit card you know so well, you not that it was cheaper, well way cheaper right. The, the the subsidizing that Uber had done had undercut the the cab fares right. so that's kind of how they were grabbing market share but now that the fact that the taxi cabs are listed in the app is interesting because well so then Uber must I guarantee Uber is going to take a piece of it oh probably right probably but at the same time it's it's the convenience is still there the the ability to get a ride tell them where you're at have it come specifically for you right not having to try to flag something down on the street and then they already know where you're going before you get in the car like. Uh. That makes sense. All of those benefits, I think, carry over. It's right. just the the ride quality of being in a you know, taxi million mile taxi cab versus. Although I've been in some nasty Ubers, I like I, really nasty. I haven't. I don't think I've been in a nasty Uber yet. I've been in cars that, well, just I mean, you know, you don't really get excited being in the back seat of like a Nissan Altima or something. I've right? also been in the back of an Uber that felt like a disco club. Oh, I had lights and music and like TVs. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't don't like this. I had one that had like a tray of snacks and like bottled water and and then had like USB cables so you could plug it in charge and stuff. The best Ubers are the ones where they just don't talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. I I was in one that the guy had an Uber menu. So you could go for the I don't want to talk to you ride or you can do the the, the small talk ride or whatever. I've had ones where I've literally been on a conference call and been like, hey, I'm really sorry. I want to call. Yeah. And they still try to talk to me. And I'm like, what about me? It looks like I want to talk to you, motherfucker. Nothing. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have been sitting in the front seat. Well, it's in, <laughs> I'm sitting in his lap. Is that the problem? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you were riding bitch on the, on the bike. Dude. Oh, speaking of New York and I guess kind of Uber, Amazon, whatever. Uh, Amazon actually just unionized in New York. Do you see that? Staten Island. Yeah. I saw that. Interesting. We'll but see was, what, what that means. Yeah. It's the first unionized Amazon facility. Yeah. I guess the one in Alabama, they, they tried or something. They tried the first time the, the courts ruled that they needed to do it again. And then so they went and did it again. <laughs> but the there's still mail-in ballots or something that need to be counted. But okay. Based on the in-person voting. It's going to happen. No, it's not going to oh, happen. Oh, interesting. So it was it, it was close both yeah. times. But huh. I, I wonder if it's just because typically in the South, it's it's union-free. That's that's a reason why like a lot of companies like to set up shop right. in the South. Right. And so I wonder if just culturally they, they don't, there's a maybe a, a distrust of unions. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is either, but it'll be interesting to see what happens in Staten Island. Because, I mean, I think there's now, what, two or three unionized Starbucks locations. What? Yeah. A Starbucks is a union shop? Yeah. It's weird. Well, I think it has a lot to do with, like, just the... Minimum wage or the wages? Yeah, the wages and then, like, the hours and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, I, I don't know if the... I don't know if it's the issue is with the working conditions or maybe it's just the, the scheduling and the hours or something like that. But I, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know enough what? about benefits of unions to care. Yeah, but what I find interesting is like, you know, these companies are spending like millions of dollars to prevent that from happening when you realize that what the people are fighting for would just be just a fraction of that. Right, right. Yeah. You know, they're asking for, oh, uh, you know, maybe it's two weeks of paid time off a year and, you know, a a small raise or whatever. And the millions that were spent to defeat this would have paid for that like four or five times over kind of thing. 
Yeah, so, that's, I mean, that's always interesting. It's the principalities of the matter. Yeah. So are you into F1 racing? Uh, I'm into um, watching the Netflix series. I have not watched the series, but it is I, so it's good. great. It's awesome. It's on I, season four? I used to be really into F1 when I was a kid. I'd like, get up in the middle of the night to watch the races. Yeah. Loved it, loved it. My cousin and I would watch them. And then I just sort of, it got boring. And it's, you know, it was just boring. There's no passing. There's no actual racing. So what I like about the show is that you still get to see the race results, but you get to see all, all the drama and the yeah, the, where the actual drama is happening. Which yeah, is, and you get to see all the fun, the fun stuff, right? So yeah. I, I like the show. And the reason why I ask that is they just announced Vegas. Yes, Las yeah. Vegas in yeah. 2023. Uh, the White Trash Monaco. <laughs> Isn't that Miami? Nah, well, because <laughs> yeah, there's an F1 race in. There's gonna be three in the U.S. Yeah, so Austin, Austin, Texas at Circuit of Miami, the Americas. Miami is a street Vegas. course, yep. and then Vegas is. And Vegas is gonna be course. on the strip. Yes, at night the race is gonna start like at 10, 10 p.m. I'm sorry, what? The race is gonna start at 10 p.m. It's gonna be a night race. That's weird. Well, because they want to take over the strip, and I guess that. Is, oh. And I, I think part of it is also. The, the strip in the daytime isn't nearly as cool as it is at night with the lights and the neon. So I think from an eye candy perspective, the nighttime F1 race will be interesting. It's probably going to be so freaking expensive to go, although it would be kind of cool to go. Yeah, I'm debating. Like I, I've Clearly, I've never been to an F1 race. I, I think it would be fun, but I've also been to like indie races here in Long Beach. Yeah. And when you're at the track... And you see the car, and it's right. like, okay, you see it for a split second, and then the, you wait. You've got to find that one. There's like those little hidden spots where you can see a couple corners at a time. Right. We used to go, a friend had a building across from. Yeah, go in the high rise, yeah, and you exactly. can see from the high rise. Yep. So that's kind of the thing with this this Las Vegas race is, I mean, it, obviously, if you're down on the strip anywhere, you're just going to see the car for a split second as it blows by you at 200 miles an hour. Well, and any of the, any of the hotel rooms facing the strip okay, are going to be, be insane. astronomically expensive. Right. Yeah, right. so I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how you make that work. I guess you get a bunch of people, like a, a group of folks, right, and rent a hotel room, right, split, split it, the cost. but you don't actually stay there. No, because that, well, that'd be too many people. But I if mean, the race is starting at like 10, I mean, it's going to go for a couple hours. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, it, I, yeah, I don't it, know. That'll be interesting. But the the it's exciting news. Like, I, I don't know cool. why I was excited about it, but it was something that was completely unexpected. As somebody that doesn't really care for Vegas, uh, that, that could get me to go to Vegas. Yeah, I, I am kind of on the same page with Vegas. I've, I've been there enough times that it's the any novelty that it had is completely gone. Right. And so it, I just see it as a, a work destination. And I've been there for a couple of vacations, but it's just. Yeah, I mean, it, I went a year ago and had a really good time. It's Vegas. You know, yeah. it's just. Eh. Yeah. But I mean, I'd, yeah, it's, it's just that thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. There's. It'll be interesting to see. So when they did Austin, when they first announced that it was Circuit of the Americas. That Dakota, was pretty cool. Yeah. I wanted to go and we had this whole deal lined up and I can't remember what happened, but the trip fell through. So I still haven't been, but I'd love to go. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be really fun. But now with the, the Vegas announcement, that gives me a second reason to visit Vegas. What's the, the other one? The first one was that happens to be where the closest Swatch store is located. Oh yeah, I was trying to remember where it where it was, and it well, you don't have to go there because they're not gonna, now. They're gonna be online. So not yet. A couple of weeks ago, Swatch came out with this really interesting collaboration with Omega. That's right. And Omega being another watch brand. Yes. Also under the same umbrella. Yeah, yeah, Swatch is the parent company that owns Omega because they make a bajillion dollars off of cheap plastic watches. They make a lot of. Stuff. They own a lot of companies. They do. Yeah. They do. And so 
Omega, one of their most famous models, I guess you would say would be the the Speedmaster, the, the Moonwatch. The Speedy Pro. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, it was called the Moonwatch because it was worn on the moon. The first watch to be worn on the moon. Not the only watch to be worn no, on the moon. However, the first. yes, the first. And the case back is rad. Yes. And so this is a is a fancy mechanical watch. It's mm-hmm. what? Seven grand, six grand, mm, maybe more. No, uh, I would say five, uh, five and change. It depends, I guess, on the strap. On the mo- and the then strap, model. the model, because they do now have a the dark side of the mood. And they have the, yeah, they have some special edition ones, but they have the um, uh, exhibition backs on some of okay. them. Some of them, like the actual moon watch, like the one I have is not even a, a um, Sapphire Crystals Hesalite. Right. So they have a Sapphire version. They have an automatic version. So let's say um, it's, this it's, is a manual wind. Right. So the real watch is a manual wind. So let's say it's like five, say five to, to seven. Five to seven in that ballpark. Depending on, yeah, options. The Swatch and Omega collaboration is created what they call a moon swatch, <laughs> yeah. which is identical in size and dimension. It looks really close. It looks really close, yeah. except for the fact that it's basically made out of... They call it bioplastic? Yes. Or no, bioceramic. Bioceramic. Yeah. So it's, it's basically a polymer, plastic, ceramic base. Um it's battery powered quartz, right. so it's not mechanical, and it's two hundred and eighty bucks. Yes, and, and there's diff- there's one for every planet. There's eleven versions of it, and the versions wait eleven. Yeah, how many planets do we have? Uh, nine. Only eleven. <laughs> Mavis, no, there's no. nine. Yeah, but my there was very like- educated mother just served us nine pizzas. Yeah. Oh, unless you don't count Pluto. That's in and out. But I think it's a planet again. I think I don't know. Anyways, okay. There's a bunch of them. Yep. And they come in different colorways and, mm-hmm. and, and different designs. And when they when they made the announcement, like it came out of left field, like nobody was expecting it. And it was going on sale like three days after they made the announcement. Yeah, only at the Swatch store. The only official at Swatch the store. official Swatch stores. Yep. And being in Southern California, that meant the nearest Vegas. ones was Vegas or San Francisco. San Francisco, that's right. And so I see the news. I'm like, oh, it sucks. And then you immediately see the pictures of people lined up. Yes. That was crazy. And for what? 20 watches a store. uh, From what I from what I heard, it was something around 70 to 100 watches per store. But 70 of nine or 10 or whatever. So there's seven. Right. You know, there's only a few of each. Correct. And when they made the announcement, they were limiting it two per customer. And then they dropped it to one. One per customer. And some of these lines, like I think the pictures in Australia. And Singapore, I think, was huge. Yeah, there was thousands of people <laughs> in line. Crazy. And that's the thing is like, as someone that wanted the watch, if I showed up and I saw a line more than 100 people deep, you'd leave. I'd leave. Yeah. Like, there's no way they right. had that much inventory in stock, even if it was something like a single item, like an Xbox. Yeah. There's no way a store is going to get 100 Xboxes no. delivered. No. And so I, I find it kind of odd that. People were gullible enough to, to stand in line that was hundreds of people deep expecting to get a watch? I think it's because Swatch didn't do a very good job of explaining what was going on, i.e. they didn't do any job of explaining what was going on. I think they were trying to run on the 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 little bit of like the, the element of surprise, which completely, them. It, they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you're right. They, they did a poor job of educating people like, hey, yes, it's only available in store at first, right. but don't worry, it's coming online, you'll be able to... <laughs> order it their instagram posts now are hilarious because they're like okay everybody calm down we yeah. already told you stop waiting in line stop everybody calm down yeah and that's pretty funny they were freaking out yeah. and so i wanted a watch and i was like oh vegas and i was like i don't need to go to vegas just for the watch and now that they've made the announcement that it's yes it's going to be available these are not limited editions you'll be able to get them online 
You don't have to go to Vegas at all. I don't have to go to Vegas at all. And I think I'm going to get one. Which one do you want? I want the Neptune one. It's it's got the dark blue case to it. I like blue. There's a light blue one, too. That's the Uranus. No, Uranus, I thought, was a grayish color. No, the trip to Uranus is is blue. It's Mm. a light blue. Mm. I know Uranus. Interesting. (laughs) I do like like the moon one. Yes, the the Mercury and the Moon ones are the other cool ones. Uh, I'm, I'm going to the website right now. Yeah, look too. Swatch. Yeah, and it, it is. I mean, it definitely came out of left field. When I saw the the post about it originally, I was like, "Yeah, right." There's mission to the sun. Nope. Mission to Mercury. Oh, that's why there's a sun. Mission to Venus. Mission on Earth. Mission to the Moon. Mission to Mars. Mission to Jupiter. Okay, let's see. So, Saturn. oh, it's Mercury is the one I like. Uranus. Mercury is the gray. Like, it's actually yeah. Mercury gray. is 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 cool because it's it's got that it's got a, like a little bit of like a bronzish kind of color to it on the strap. Yeah, and but then it, the moon one kind of looks a little bit closer to the actual moon. Yeah, watch. so yeah. I kind of want both of those. Yeah, but I want the Neptune one just because it's got a blue face and a blue case, and it's a it's a darker blue, but it's kind of. Unexpected, and I think that's the reason right. why I like it is because of the fact that you can't get a real um, Omega Moon watch in that color or with that dial face. Yeah. So the fact that it's a little bit flashier and a little bit more obnoxious kind of appeals to me. It is kind of cool, too, how the strap uh, that they put on them resembles the uh, Velcro moon strap. Yes, and it says Omega on the strap, and it says Swatch on yeah, the strap. it says both. It says it on the watch face, too. On the watch face, it says Omega and then little X and then swatch underneath it. So the Omega takes the pri- the priority in terms of placement. But the yeah. odd thing is, is you cannot get this in Omega stores. No, they have it on display, but you can't get it there. They have mission to Pluto, which is ugly. So they got that going for me. <laughs> Burgundy and gray. Oh. Yeah. Venus is like white face, pink case. Saturn is beige. Yeah. The Saturn one was, I didn't like that one because it, they and it actually have Saturn on it. That's why I didn't like it. Yeah. That's weird. The Uranus one is very blue. It's Tiffany. pale blue. It's like a Tiffany blue. I would. It's even paler than that. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be into it because that is one of my favorite colors. Jupiter is. I don't know what you would call that. Bronze, I guess. Maybe, but so yeah, I'm, I'm now kind of just keeping tabs on the website, and when I see it available, I'm. Just You're gonna, gonna get the Mars one. No, I, I really want the the Neptune. I want that dark dark blue. All right. Well, you know. I like blue. Like if if I was shopping for a car and it was available in like a bright blue. That would be the color I would you mean pick. Like the Porsche I didn't buy. That one's a and little shark blue. That one's a little lighter. Like I oh, like okay. a, like your jacket that's hanging over here. Like the yeah, darker. Yeah. Like it's a it's a not royal. M- well, I don't know what you would call that. It's sort of close to royal, but it's it's just that solid blue. It's yeah, just a sure. vibrant blue. I do like the Mercury one, so I I, I think that's going to have to happen. That thing's pretty damn cool. Yeah, because it's just a gray version of like some of the other ones, like um, the. Oh, shit. Well, the, and the weird thing is, is people get so uptight about this. Like, there's people going, oh, why would you waste your money on this? It's just crap. And it's just like. Well, you, the, the Mars one has, like, weird hands. Oh. And some of them have, like, different little changes to it. Little them. flourishes on them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you don't need that. I like the I like those, too. So, yeah, I, it, once they go online. Like, in here, I, I, I like vintage watches. I like mechanical watches. I like expensive watches. Yeah. But for something that looks expensive but isn't and can be used as almost like an everyday throwaway watch, and if you bang it up and demolish it, you don't have any worry about it. That's how I treat my Speedy, actually. <laughs> right, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but it should be. But, like, my, my Speedmaster, I'll wear, but I'm not going to wear it while I'm working on the car. Oh, see, I 
don't right, care. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll take it off if I'm working on the car. But I mean, with with this one, with with like a two hundred and eighty dollar plastic watch, yeah. it's like a G Shock basically. And he's just like, ah, no worries. Mine survived motorcycle crashes and other stuff too. Well, yeah, it's but dude, um, uh, oh crap! I was gonna tell you something about it, but now I totally had just spaced. Oh, your moon swatch. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. So that I have mine is like the moon, the actual. I guess original moon, moon watch, watch one, yeah, and uh, not from an original year, obviously, but it'd be rad if it was. But anyways, so it's an actual; they're manual winds; they're not automatics, yeah. which means it's always dead. Every time I go to put it on, yeah. I gotta wind it again. Well, I mean, like my vintage Seikos, I don't have in a watch winder, so those right, I, those I wind when I put them on. But yeah. the the Speedmaster Racing that I have, it's it sits in a white watch winder, but it's an automatic. So I was gonna like, get a. I have a couple. I will have a, a lot of automatics, but I was gonna get a one of those boxes for you know I think five watch winders and yeah. one thing. Dude, they're so expensive. Mine was. Why are watch winders so expensive? I want to say mine was like three hundred bucks, and mine was free. I won it in an Instagram contest. Oh, okay. Well, then that's free is fine. Yeah, yeah. But, but I wouldn't go out and pay for it. And the weird thing right. is, I had the watch winder before I had the watch, which made me get the watch. <laughs> Okay. It was like the impetus or the the inspiration. I I've always wanted like an adult watch. Was it right? the wind beneath your wings? It it was. Oh, perfect. It, it blew my sails. Yeah. Good. And uh, it was one of those things where I I've always wanted kind of an adult watch that wasn't battery powered. Yeah. And so when I won the the winder, I was like, all right. You now you got to put something in it. I got to put something yeah. in it. And, and, and watches were already on my radar at that point, sure. so it wasn't like a complete like surprise. But um, yeah, I've got it. It, it gets used and. It makes you hap- as happy as Lawrence Fishburne as Captain Curtis. Sure, I don't know if I understand that reference. Did you never watch Pee Wee's Playhouse? Yes. Lawrence Fishburne was on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes, he was. He, he played was Cowboy. Captain, yeah, it's Cowboy Cap- Curtis. Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. He's a happy character, man. That's all he, I got. He was not as happy as Cherry, though. I just saw a picture of him as Captain or Captain, Captain <laughs> Cowboy Curtis, which is what popped that into my head. He's the captain of your dreams, apparently. <laughs> but Lawrence Fishburne on Pee Wee, like that's just such a. Well, you think about some of these actors, like their first role was something kind of insignificant. Like we yeah. were watching Austin Powers. I was introducing Grayson to Austin Powers. Okay. Will Ferrell, his first like big screen movie debut. Yeah, he plays the. Mustafa? Yeah, he plays one of the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. In in Doctor Doctor Evil's uh one of his Doctor Evil's henchmen. Right. But I hadn't seen the movie in years and didn't realize he was in it until, you know, opening credits or opening scene, and I'm yeah. like, oh holy shit, that's Will Ferrell. I hadn't seen Days of Thunder forever, and then I watched that and John C. Riley's in it. Oh he's one of the crew members. Oh, it's like he goes full circle into <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell and yeah, d- d- uh, uh, what you know, was that? the movie Talladega Nights. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but I mean that it's it is weird though to you see an actor that is a comedic actor playing a serious role. playing a serious role, or in Lawrence Fishburne's case, uh, a more serious actor playing. Which which is harder to accept a serious actor in a comedic role or a comedic actor in a serious role? I would say somebody that's been pure comedy being in a serious role suddenly is a harder watch for me. I don't know because I'm, I'm thinking like, um, uh, Adam Sandler, like in some of those more serious roles he's played, like he have not seen any of them and will not watch him. Oh, he pulls it off. Like it's, 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 it doesn't make me think of any happy Gilmore kind of, of, you know, childishness. Like he actually pulls it off quite well as a dramatic actor. Like, like for me, it, it, it's Adam Sandler is Adam Sandler in every single movie he's in. So it's hard to like, 
believe yeah, that he yeah. would be any different. It's like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds plays one character. Yes, that himself. He does. Yeah, but he's fun to watch. Although Free Guy was pretty decent. Free Guy was good. Uh, I like Adam that. Project, I liked. I haven't seen that one yet. It's one where he is a like a. I don't know, an alien, not an alien, but like a really advanced future fighter pilot. And he comes back and has to get the kid version of himself to help him with something. Right. I remember seeing the premise of yeah. it and seeing like trailers and little talk about it. But it I was, seen it was a movie. fun movie. Yeah. Like you're not going to be like, wow, that was existentially amazing. More fun than, than Free Guy? About the same. About the same. Yeah, All right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Worth a watch. Because we watched Free Guy, I want to say like two weeks ago. Two weekends ago. And yeah, that, that I, was a good watch. I liked it, and I was stoked. Like I wasn't going to go pay to see it or rent it or anything like that. So the second it was free, I was stoked because yeah. the trailer made it look really good, and then and it turned out to be a fun watch. Yeah, it, you didn't care, right? It was just like a yeah. fun, pop, yeah, entertaining like, popcorn flick. Exactly, yeah. one of those. But I did watch something. Um, I, I just finished episode three. Just came out. Um, Julia Child. It's a. It's on HBO. I think it's actually called Julia. It's about Julia Child and like her. You know, the cooking lady? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's about her life, basically, about how she becomes this big star. And it starts off with her doing the pilot. And oh, right. It's actually really, really good and really well done doesn't, and super intriguing. Doesn't Julia Child have, like, that whole weird double life backstory that people expect? Kind of like how uh, Mr. Rogers was, like, an ex-Navy SEAL. Was he really, though? No. Oh, okay. No, but it's 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 just... Oh, it's like the rumor? It's the whatever. rumor because it, it's such a indirect opposition to the character that, you know, you see on screen. Right. That they're like, oh, yeah, uh, Fred Rogers has full sleeve tattoos. Oh, I've, heard, you, I've you, heard that. You, you yeah, never see his forearms. Right. And No, I don't know if she does or not. I mean, maybe, but, you know, she's just a lady from... I guess she thinks she's from Massachusetts or something like that. And Yeah, I, yeah. I'll check it out because... Well, one, Grayson loves cooking, yeah. so that's that's one of the things that we'll have to check out just because he enjoys it, and then yep. Jeanette does too. So I mean, it's re- it's really well done. Is it a four part series or no? I think it's I think it's, it's a full a, on season. Like, yeah, I think it's going to be ten episodes or something. Oh wow! Maybe. Yeah, it's a, a full deal. Um, and maybe it's multiple seasons. I don't know yet. Like I said, episode three just came out. Um, yeah. and then I think episode three of if he likes cooking, uh, Master Chef Junior. I think episode three just came out on that too. Oh. Yeah, there's so much TV to catch up on. I know. On that's, the, that's part of the problem. The other one I just finished was um, on also on HBO, Our Flag Means Death. Don't know that one. Dude, it's uh, Watiti or whatever his name is. Um, and, oh, man, I can't think of who. They're, anyways, the cast is pretty funny, but it's about a guy that basically ditches his wife and kids to be a pirate. Oh. But he's awful oh. at it. Like, he's... He wants to be the like a, a nice pirate. Like a eye patch wearing pirate or like... Yeah, it's it. He's Somali on a boat. pirate. No, no, no. Like on okay. a boat way back, and you know where they had ruffles on their shirts. Okay, so and then Taika Waititi is in it. All right, um, it's pretty damn funny in a weird way. Is it a series? Yeah, yeah. I okay. think it's like I don't know, eight or six or eight episodes. Seven I, I, eight episodes. I wonder what the what the thought is. Like, if you have this unique idea in Hollywood, ver, you know what what makes you go down that let's make this a feature film. Versus, versus a series yeah yeah i don't know um, i mean obviously like the 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 amount of production it goes a lot longer with a series but of course maybe the revenue potential is higher than is it that, is with the movie what's I, weird I don't about know. That, like being on hbo plus like you you have subscribers so you how you have to build a series that's compelling enough for people to want to oh maybe that's the smart part because if you do an eight subscribe. part eight part ep- or series right then they have to watch for or two months to, right they have to stick around for two months versus something they can watch just in a day and be done with well did you ever watch flight of the concords 
Uh, here and there. Not the two two main guys, but one of the other guys in Flight of the Concords, Reese Darby. He's the he's the lead. Oh, okay. So he's he was also in uh, What We Do in Shadows, which I never got into. Oh, yeah. I tried, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, there are things where people are all raving about it, and you watch it, and you're like, I don't get the hype. Oh, he's uh, in Jumanji. He's the uh, the New Zealand dude in Jumanji. I think he's like the voice. Well, clearly of the... in the remake, not the original. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, he's the the rock version. He's how I think you... he's the narrator or whatever. I was gonna say, how do you when when movies have been remade so many times, how do you distinguish like, oh yeah, in the Spider Man movie, you're like which Spider Man? I think by the actor. Yeah, I by guess the you person that so... plays the character. Fair enough. But then you get that look of, um, I'm sorry, but that was the original. <laughs> it sure as shit wasn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't so, tell me. So yesterday I did something I haven't done in a long time, and I went to the batting cages. Oh, I was going to say karate. No, I still do that all the time. I haven't been to the batting cages in ages. And so I, I had to go up to uh, Torrance and uh, to visit my little brother and pick up a package that he had he had ordered uh, for me or, or for the family. So I went to pick it up. Okay. And, and um, he's got uh, my, my nephew, uh, Jackson. Did you take your son? Yeah, I, t- oh, I took okay. Grayson with me. And then... Uh, so Jackson went, and then uh, his stepson Marley went. So they're all ball players. Uh, Jackson all plays play basketball. Balls. Jackson plays basketball, but okay. he's played little league. And uh, Marley and Grayson are both currently in little league. Are right they now. the same age? Yeah, I think okay. they're or like same uh, level in the league. I should say. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I okay. mean, I think Marley's already twelve. Grayson will be twelve next week. So, so he's all bro, he's basically twelve. Yeah the, yeah, the league age requirements are the same. Yeah, so right. they're they're both in sixth grade. They're they're both doing the same thing. So my brother's like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna go to the batting cages, and he sends me this link to this batting cage place in Torrance, and Torrance is in the South Bay area. So it's it's south of Los Angeles. It's near the water. It's like San Pedro, uh, uh, Redondo Beach, Nobody's Torrance. It's know. all yeah. Listen, if you're listening and you're not from California and you're wondering what we're talking about, Google Maps. Yeah. Torrents. Yeah, Google Maps Torrents, and then don't ever go there. It's it's it, fine. It's fine. What 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 I always find interesting is going up there. It's like yes, you can get there from the freeway, but you can't get to my brother's house without driving on service streets for. It seems you like really a half can't hour. get anywhere in Torrents that you'd want to go without driving on service streets for half an hour. Yeah, it's super weird. It is super weird. Yeah. It's 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 landlocked in terms of like quick access to like the highway. It's bizarre when you visit a place that's like that now like because you know i mean right here i have three highways you can get on within right. a mile and a half yeah you have all the convenience of being able to get around real quickly but yeah. then you get there and it's like nope that's all you got <laughs> nope sorry buddy and so, you're gonna need to take this road that's got five million other cars on it so he sent me this link and i want to pull it up just because the the concept of the place i've never seen before and it's literally like high-end batting cages it's called Hitter's House. Sort of like Top Golf, but for batting? Yes. Did it have booze? No. Oh. And Did you, they have hot dogs? It's one of those places, you know when you walk into a mall and like the store is very sparsely decorated, you know it's just going to be expensive? Sure. This is that store, but for bats. So you walk okay. in and it's huge showroom. What's it called? Hitter's House. All right. And you walk in and it's all moody, like dark walls and stuff, you know, uh, polished concrete floors yeah, and super expensive high dollar bats like lining the walls all the way around. But there's plenty of open floor space. So you can swing them? 
I wouldn't swing a bat in a store, not knowing, you know, who's walking behind you or whatever. Well, I mean, no, that's maybe but they give you, you know, there should be little round circles, circles on the ground. Yeah. And little, that's your designated swinging little, area. Little warm-up circles, on yeah, deck circles. Exactly. And so off to the side is where the, the batting cages are. So we walk in and we're like, hey, you know, we want to do, uh, we want to get some batting cage time. Yeah. Do you have an appointment? I'm sorry, what? Do you have an appointment? No. It's a batting cage. Do you have a membership? What? It's a members only? Yes and no. Okay. So you have to get a membership, but apparently you... It, it, you can do a day pass or something? Something like yeah. that. So the membership, in the fine print, it says there's a $55 initiation fee for all memberships. Say what now? That's the initiation fee, 55 bucks. Okay. The membership, a silver membership, starts at 50 so, you're, so it's 105 bucks. 105 bucks to start. Gold is 90, platinum is 130, diamond is 200. And they don't have alcohol, they don't have food. No. They don't have, do they have sports massage? They can shove the bat up your orifice. Apparently. Yeah. But so <laughs> we're like, okay, we don't have an appointment and the wait, you know, they didn't have anything appoint- available and yeah. then a hundred bucks up front. We're like, uh, forget this. Right. And then, so we went to the other batting cage. But what do you get for that? You don't get much with the silver. Um, when you get to the higher packages, you get discounts on cage reservations. You get cheaper rounds of batting cages, and they have brain and eye training. What? Yeah, I don't know how they do that. They probably just show you a, a blinking light and make you push a button to see what your I, reaction time is. I wonder if there's something like that. The only batting cage I know of around here is the one in, uh, well, not the only one, but the closest one is the one in, that's not Brea. So there's Wayne a park or something like maybe. that. Maybe. So <clears throat> we went to another place. It was also in Torrance, but this one was totally like the outdoor cage kind of thing with tokens. With tokens. Yeah, and they're like a buck a piece or something. Yes. Yeah. And it gets you like nine pitches. Right. And so they had everything from forty mile an hour all the way up to I want to say eighty or ninety mile an hour. A couple of the places, I think the one that I'm thinking of, or that we usually take my nephew yeah. to has just over a hundred now. Yeah. Which is pretty so crazy. So we, we went and did that, and so I got like fifteen bucks worth of tokens yeah. for Grayson, and threw that in there. And uh, that'll wear you out too. Yes, yeah. that was what was surprising, and and it was interesting watching the different players. And there were some older guys in there, not like older as in my age, but maybe in their late twenties. Okay. And watching the the batter's stance, like the ritual that they do between every swing, uh-huh. like the weird crouch, elbows really high up in the air, bat like touching their ass right then they bring the bat up and get ready like and they're like swaying a little bit yes. yeah 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 and i'm like i don't do any of that shit i just kind of get in there you know put man, the bat in position <laughs> maybe you need one of these guys to show you what's up well but Where the weird hitting? thing is is like when i do my golf swing i'm so conscious about it. it's like okay i do this 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 and this when, when's the last time you went golfing uh last june at top golf in huntsville alabama wow all right yeah yeah i've never been to a top golf and i really want to go but there's none around here apparently they're opening I think one putting, up in newport oh, i heard there's one down like in san diego like carlsbad or something like that oh but well there's one know. in there's one in vegas yeah that right. one is the one i knew of and that's how i first got exposed to it because i used to stay at the mgm grand oh sure and it was right next door yeah yeah no, I think I heard they're opening one in like Newport area, something like that. They're, they're supposed to open one around here it's, somewhere. It's, it's supposed to be fun. It is fun. Yeah, even they, if you don't golf. Right. They uh, they have different games in there, so you get points based on where you hit the ball like, uh-huh. out on the on the fairway or on the course or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a good time, and they we had like food delivered yeah. to the to the the driving bay. I don't sure. Know, the table. Yeah. 
Um, your alley? Your lane? Yeah, my lane. Kind of like the uh, bowling. It is kind of like the bowling thing, except yeah. you're, you're outdoors. Well, right. But the, uh, the highlight... Outdoor bowling. Oh, I think the, that's just called lawn bowling. The, the highlight of the batting What's cages... Was that out of the cages? <laughs> yes. So they had the coin-operated horse. That's so funny. Where you put the quarter in and the horse rocks back and forth. And yeah, I saw your photo. I didn't know where that was. I was trying to figure it out. Yep, it was at the batting cages. That's pretty damn funny. And it's like, the thing looks old. Yeah. And uh, it still worked and for 25 cents. And best part was, we found the quarter on the ground. So it didn't even cost me anything Ooh, to ride the horse. Look at that. But where did all those ride-on toys go? I remember as a kid. They're everywhere. You'd they were in front like a, of every grocery store. Yes. Every like rental, video rental place. They were everywhere. Yeah, the little merry-go-round one rocket that had like ships. three horses. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The car that would just kind of yeah. bob. Well, the rocket ship that would rock. Yeah. Yeah. Like actually like that Lego set behind you. There's yeah. an actual rocket ship coin op thing. Where did all of these ride on coin operated toys? <laughs> There's got to be a graveyard for them somewhere. And they're just piled up. Yeah. But those were so much fun as a kid. Like that was the whole reason why you wanted to go to the supermarket because this thing was sitting outside. Which is when you think about it, pretty lame. Totally lame. But, right? but I was kid, on my best behavior for 25 cent ride. Right. If I behaved myself, I could ride it on the way out. I liked the quarter trinket machines where you could get like a sticker or whatever. Oh, do you remember oh. the actual sticker machines where the flat, yes. the cardboard sleeve would come out? But you'd have to put like a couple of quarters in vertically and then push that longer. Yeah, you push that thing in and then you'd always have out. some effort to pull it back out. Because it'd spin the rubber out, wheel to get shoot the, the cardboard out. Yep. In yeah, a man. super holographic detail. Yeah, the, oh, those were <laughs> awesome. All reflective. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, okay, where did those go? Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like I'm trying to think. Like The last time I remember seeing like a coin-operated ride or like the sticker machine was inside of Toys R Us. But the of course, sticky hands? Remember those? Yes. They get all fuzzy and <laughs> linty oh, and nasty. You dropped it once and you're like, oh, I'll throw trash. it away. It's so gross. It's trash. But yeah, like that, that whole industry of those like kind of just metal and fiberglass ride-on toys that were yeah. coin-operated, like, that just disappeared. That's so weird, actually. Like, but nothing really came to replace it. Well, no, because now kids have tablets, and they have phones. and. Yeah, but you can't monetize that at a grocery store, so, I mean, it's like, you would No, think... but they don't care, because they're not going to ride on that thing. You know so... what I think, you know, you know what I think replaced those? Those gumball machines with the little spiral dispenser, that you, you oh, turn the knob, and it spins all the way down. Those are so dumb. That gum is terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you pay for the entertainment value watching the ball spin around like 20 times before there, it comes out the door. There was a rocking horse, one of those, at a restaurant in Oregon I ate at. And I'll have to dig it up, but I've got a picture of me on it. Like, <laughs> full on, like, yep, yep. arm out. Yeah. That's what uh, I was doing Exactly. This? Yep. Just like that. It's like, so funny. Like a buck and bronco. Oh, my God. But you're right. Where did they go? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Very weird. But... You have been doing something, uh, kind of, I guess. You have been. Uh, you had, or you started it on your Countach, right? I finally yes. found one. You did. So you got the Speed Champion set. I the, did. The $20. And I don't understand why it was so damn hard to find. Well, I think just, well. They had every, they've always had every one. And I happened to be down in that area and I popped in the Lego store real quick and they had one. I think it's people are assholes. It's people that are buying these and flipping them online. It's it's the Moonswatch thing. So well, like, dude, the Moonswatch. Did I send you that eBay that was $5,800? Yeah. These, it's a two hundred dollar watch yeah. <laughs> that's going to be available online with no wait and no delay in a couple of weeks. And it would be one thing if it had no bids. It right. was bid to so fifty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I saw some that were like eleven hundred bucks. And why? You know, it's like, why? It's so stupid. But I think the same thing. It's with the Hot Wheels collectors and the Lego collectors. Is people that are buying like all of them, right? And then just putting them online and selling them that way. Well, that's like, why they put limits on them. 
Yeah, but I don't know if that limits enforced like in store. Like Target has no any idea. limit. Well, no, no, no. I, but like in the Lego store, they do. Yeah, but I don't know if they enforce it. I have no idea. But I, I remember when we bought the Bronco set last year, they uh-huh. it was two per customer. We only bought one because right. what am I going to do with two of the same right. set? But. So you've got the Lego Speed Champions, uh, Kuntosh. Yeah, which I will say is I didn't notice that the whole front end is a sticker. Yes. And that's a bummer. Yeah. The the Well, the headlights look like they're an actual head. Like they're, yeah, they're it's glass. like the whole grill, basically. The whole grill and the, the badge is yeah. a sticker. I've got the Porsche set that I got for yep. Valentine's Day. And so I finally start. I disassembled it uh, Friday night. And surprisingly... Tedious taking apart a, a Lego set Did you brick use the by brick, brick separator. I had to use a brick yeah. separator, but then also uh, I was trying to sort them. Right. So by, how'd you do it? By size, by type, by just by size. So okay. I, I have a small little cup that has all of the single stud bricks, yeah, like the one by one. Yeah. Okay. And then I have one that's got nothing, anything that's smaller than a uh, four by four. Okay. It goes into another one, and then anything bigger than that, like if it's a one by four, if it's a if it's a brick, like a one by four yeah. or a two by four, you know, typical Lego brick or anything larger than that, it goes in a, a, a third one. Okay. And then one that's all just long plates. And then pins and stuff like that. That goes in the one by the. Oh, okay. The, that's the, the small one. The Got small. It. Okay. The small little cup. And so I went. And so my, in my case, the, the Porsche, someone has figured out how to take all of the pieces that are in that Porsche set and build a Lamborghini Countach out of it. Which is pretty rad. Which is amazing. Yeah. And so it's a $15 PDF, and you go to a website called rebrickable.com, yep. and that's where they have a bunch of user-created instructions, like yep. build sheets. And so I, I I have an account that I never use, so I forgot my login. Oh, had to, obviously. <laughs> had to figure that out. Bought the instructions, $15 PDF, and it's like a 300-and-something page Which is pretty impressive. document. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's all CAD rendered. Right. So it shows you the build piece by piece, and it highlights the bricks that you need to build it. And I gotta say, it's it's kind of strange. Like when you're when you're building it, you can tell that these aren't official Lego instructions, only because of the way the pieces fit together. What do you mean? Like, like in the instructions, they fit together weird, or in the reality, they fit together weird. Well, it, I I don't recall a lot of Lego assembly steps where there's just a single stud of engagement. Like you're putting two pieces together, and all that's overlapping between the two bricks is just one stud actually there's quite a bit of that the some of the helmets and stuff they have a lot of that okay yeah so it is it's not as common like to your point it's not super common but it does happen okay sometimes, yeah because that's what it seems like weird is like well, this seems like kind of flimsy like I, I i would think like a, a traditional or in-house lego build would have more engagement so it's right. more of a robust well build. i guess it depends on what ends up getting built on top of that it, as well. right. yeah. And a lot of the um a lot of the mocks uh use And what the hell does mock stand for? My own creation. Yeah, exactly. But if you're selling it, it's my own someone creation. Someone else's for you. a sock? I someone <laughs> else's creation? Um <clears throat> but the the uh the some of those builds use what I'm trying to say is like Ill- illegal building yeah, no, techniques. So far this has all been like legit. Right. But it's just been interesting seeing how the, the pieces go together. And of course, because they're limited to the pieces that are in the set. Some of this is just okay. They're filling space with it, right? Like right now, I I think I'm building the engine compartment, but I don't see anything that looks super engine-y. How big is it going to be? Do you the, know? I think it's the same scale the same as the, as the Porsche because okay. the wheels are the same size. Yeah, yeah, right. That would make sense. So I'm expecting it to be pretty large. That's pretty. I'm rad. hoping I can position because the the best part about that Lego set 
was there was zero decals. Right. Everything was silk screened. This set, there's going to be a Porsche piece because that's what the brick was sure, silk screened. So right. you can get a replacement brick that's plain. Yeah, which is cheap enough. Or I'll see if I can make the Lamborghini have the Porsche badge appear in the right spot. Or if you want, I can give you a small piece of white vinyl. Well, somebody's actually made a sticker set for that for that Countach. Oh, so I'm sure they have. It's oh. like another fifteen or twenty bucks, yeah. and you can get a decal sheet that's got like the Countach five thousand logo oh, the cool. script and yeah. the, and the the prancing um, the horse horse yeah. uh, design. So that's pretty cool. I don't know if I care enough to spend another mm. fifteen bucks on stickers because I'm not a huge fan of stickers now. Yeah. If somebody had built the pieces that were silk screened. So you actually may be able to get, there's a company in Germany. I know we've right? talked about yeah, this Yeah, yeah. And so I wonder if they have made ones for that conversion. Because if, if they do, then I would probably that would be pretty that cool. route. Yeah. There are a couple, I have a couple sets I thought that I would want to do that for. And then I just realized I didn't want to pay extra. That's kind of the way it is. It's just like, ah. Yeah. It's like, meh. Yeah. I will say the, the, the more challenging part of this build, is it kind of gives me flashbacks to when I was a kid. Because I used to have huge troughs and buckets yeah. of Legos is you're searching for that brick. Right. Right. And because I'm not pulling it out of a bag, because the instructions typically with these larger sets, you open bag one first. Yep. And then the instructions are the first 20 pages are just for all the pieces inside of bag one. Right. Then you move on to bag two and so on and so forth. And you always have pieces left over and you go, oh, where did I screw up? Right. Or but the, I think a lot, but of it's used, a lot is extra. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But in this case, I have them sorted based on approximate size, but because it's the entire set's all there, I got to dig through it. Yeah. So some of them, like there was two bricks that I needed and there was only two bricks in the entire set. That were so, that piece. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm digging through them, sorting through there. I, I dump it out and I kind of sift and then finally give, find it, give up, yeah. make myself a snack, come back to it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. finally found it. And like the one piece was stuck inside another brick. Oh yeah. That happens. Like, and then yeah. I was like, ah, but so far, I think I'm on page 70-something. Which isn't bad. Out of 300. Yeah. But How, it doesn't look when like When did you start it? Uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. So when I sent you the pictures, yeah, yeah, was yeah. when I started. But yeah. I, I don't think I've... Or actually the day before. I don't think I've gotten all that far. I've got the interior. I've got seats. Uh-huh. And then right now, I'm working on the back half. But none of it seems like a car yet. Right. And it's just because I'm using weird pieces. And I'm sure I'm, once I get layered in it'll there... It'll start to... Right, it'll start to look like it. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned having to dig through stuff. So I actually, my last build, there was a legitimate piece missing and it was driving me insane. Oh, I've had that. So I couldn't find it, couldn't find it. And I normally, like a lot of times it'll just get stuck in the bag when you pour them out. Was not there. So it's actually gone. Like it's, it's actually missing. I know I have one. I have, I went through my big bin and I didn't want to dump the whole bin out and I'm sifting through it. And I finally found a piece that was usable, like that was good enough. Um, so I just use that because I'm, I'm not, I, otherwise it's going to take me like, you know, two days to find the stupid thing in the giant bucket that I have. Yeah. But Lego's pretty cool. If you tell me you're missing a part, they'll, yeah, they'll just, send it. No questions asked. Yeah. You just tell them what it is. Like yeah. we had one where they'll replace stickers too. Yes. We'd gotten one and the sticker was all creased up in the packaging. So it was yeah. all kinked. Right. And so they sent, sent out a whole new sticker sheet. So he had a fresh sticker yeah. to do his, uh, I think it was a Corvette yeah. that he was doing. No, they're, they're really great about that kind of stuff, but which is cool considering the price you're paying for this stuff. I mean, it's not cheap. I mean, these Lego Speed Champions says they're reasonable at twenty bucks a set, yeah, but, but, but a lot of other stuff is not. Yeah, yeah, it adds yeah, up like quickly. The, the ad at that just came out that's eight hundred dollars, which yeah. I finally saw in the store. I hadn't, I'd seen pictures, and you see it next to other stuff, right? Yeah, but I hadn't actually seen it in the store. 
Holy shit, is it huge? Well, for 800 bucks, you kind of hope it would be. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's, you look at it and you're like, holy crap, that's like massive. Three, three feet? Four feet? I don't feet? know if it's quite that tall, but it's, it, it, I mean, there's inside of the body of it, there's, I think, three or four decks that are minifigure height. Oh, wow. It's mad. I mean, it's, it's insane. But I also realized I don't want it at all. It's just, it doesn't do it for me. Oh, yeah. There's, there's sets like that where it's yeah, just... Yeah, there's some where you're like, oh, I, that's really, really cool. But then some of them I've seen, I'm just like, I, that is really not cool. The hardest part for me is when there's certain things where I'm on the fence. Like, I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. But... Uh, yeah. But I don't really need it. But it's cool. But the Back to the Future DeLorean, you definitely need. I definitely need that one. But in that, I think that was the reason with the Porsche. Like, I, I liked the Porsche 911 set. I liked the fact you could build a turbo in the Targa. Right. But I've already got a Porsche. I've got the, the, the GT3 one. RS. No, no, I've got... Oh, yeah, big, that's right. You have the big Technic one. Technic one. Yeah. And so this one is similar in size. And I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of like it. And it wasn't until I found the mock for the Lamborghini Countach... That you decided. That it sealed right. the deal. And it's like, okay, I want that. Because not only do I get to build a cool 80s turbo Porsche, uh. I can also build a Lambo with that same exact set. So I was like, all right, that that pushed it over the edge. Yeah, that is that is pretty cool. I <laughs> I felt bad for the guy at the Lego store when I found the Countach finally because he was I was talking to him about um, uh, Ecto One is going out. That's going to yeah. be gone. And I was looking at that, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm just going to get it because I don't want to you know yeah. miss you, out. But you have it, right? Yeah, yeah. But he was also telling me about. Um, he's like, oh, well, if you like all the cars, because I was in there to get yeah. the Countach. He's like, oh, did you see the new Batmobile? And they have the the new Batman series. Yeah, yeah. Batman. It's a Technic one, right? And I don't like those. I don't like the way they look. That's just me personally, right? The Technic builds are a little different. But he yeah. was so excited about it, and he like was genuinely gutted that I was just like, yeah, I mean, it's okay, but I'm not into. <laughs> It, right he was like seriously i was sad about it he's like well what about the tumbler i was like I, I mean i have the old one yeah i don't even know why they remade it why did they remake it i guess so you could get different windshield wipers was that really the biggest difference i think that is yeah yeah because it is interesting that they have like there there have been certain sets that have been redone over the years well and they're the big sets too yeah right so like the they'll have well, the tumbler is a good example that's not a small set and yeah. then to reissue Essentially a UCS tumbler, like a Ultimate yeah. Collector Series tumbler. Maybe it's just the packaging that makes it fancier. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And there's even been like how many versions of like Boba Fett Slave One or the Millennium Falcon. There's a new yeah, Millennium that Falcon been, that yeah, comes out. That was and, the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not always necessarily uh, like Collector Series versions or whatever. They're normal versions. But yeah. Holy crap! Like, do you really need a new one every year? Luke's X-wing, I think, has been like one of, the, or the X-wing in general is another one that they've just constantly coming out with again and again and again. That being said, the DeLorean, do you know what version you're going to build? It's it's got to hover. Yeah, but Mister Fusion, Mister Fusion, well, it hover. would have to have Mister Fusion. Yeah, to hover. Yeah, it's right. either I, the, my least favorite one is the 1950s one with the, the train. One. Yeah, and no, it, not the train. The first one. No, no, the train one. That's the least. That, you're right. It's not the 1950 one. No, it's 18 something. Yeah. Yeah. That one is not not my favorite out of the movies. It was, no, it was not the good movie. I, yeah. I think Back to the Future 2 was the best movie. One and two, I think. I, but I, I like. if I had to pick one of those two, I still oh, the think two, yeah, yeah, two was sure. better. But it's rad because it comes with a hoverboard. I think that's the version I'm going to do. The wheels fold, uh-huh. which is so freaking cool. I know. I it's know. very exciting. So I'm, I'm, it's out of stock. I missed out on the opportunity because did it go on sale on April first 
Or what? Um, I, yeah. And I, I think it, it did. It, and it did. And, and I weird. didn't think to check until like that afternoon. Oh, and it right. was just long gone. It's odd that they didn't allow back order because normally they'll just say back order. Yeah. You, you can back order. And that's what I'll, I would have done. But yeah. instead, I, I've signed up for email notifications when it's back in stock. And yeah. I'm sure I could find it like a Target or some other retailer. Target hasn't, I have not seen new releases at Target. Well, like they've had lately. some of the Speed Champion stuff in store. In the Target okay. Lego collection. Maybe it's the one grown. by you. Maybe because of all the Legos I'm buying. Well, no, no, I'm just saying like maybe your Target's better because the ones around here have garbage. Yeah, especially we have that. I have a weird you have little a mini, like, mini target. target that's got nothing. But even the big Target down the road has none of the newer stuff. Oh, weird. Which is super weird. Yeah, like my Target has a full aisle both sides and then another aisle just one side of Lego. Right, and I, I mean it. They have a similar amount of. Uh, stuff. The problem is that they don't have anything newer. Like it's it's not that the, they don't yeah. have volume, right? It's just they're not putting up the newer stuff. So I know we we talked about Instagram ads and social media ads and the weird ads that we see or the sponsored posts. I've been getting one from Best Western, Best Western hotels really? and, and resorts. But the best one about this is uh, you want to read the uh, the line right down there. Best Western plus Intercourse oh. Village. <laughs> uh, okay. Intercourse is what, Pennsylvania? Yes. And that's exactly where this is. But the best part is you're looking at the comments. They're like, uh, do they come in a bundle or is it possible not to get the hotel part? And then, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, is the Intercourse complimentary or do I need to bring someone with me? I've been single for a while. Oh, wow. That's sad. And it's it's just funny, the, the, the comments. But the... The interesting thing is, is I saw this sponsor post for the first time yesterday, uh-huh. and it had a whole different set of comments. And then this morning, it was nothing, and then I've seen it again. And it's I've like every that. day they keep replying. And yeah, I've seen that happen where it's like they keep redoing it or something like that, maybe the ad. Because I've seen that same thing where I swear I've seen the same exact thing with comments, and then it's no comments. Yeah, I, I think I kind of want to go check out Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Is it I anywhere? don't think I've ever been there. How far is Intercourse from Poundtown? Is that a place? Well, if you have Intercourse Village, wouldn't you think Poundtown would be nearby? I don't know. The people of uh, fucking changed their uh, name. Just to prevent the sign from being stolen. Stupid. Yeah. But there was a YouTube video I saw where the guy gives a, a tour of fucking. Oh, it's so freaking funny. The fucking church, yeah. the fucking school. <laughs> so and, good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the fucking children. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so freaking funny. Uh, yeah, that was that was really good. Um, yeah, so I just actually I just pulled up and looked to see if maybe you could go to like downtown Disney or something, and it's not. It's out of stores too right now. Oh, the the uh, DeLorean. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. I mean, I'll I'll find it when I get it. I do like the Doc Brown and the Marty minifigures that it comes with too. They're well, different I, than the ones you have. I was gonna say I yeah. have the what was it the creators set the the Cusco the one where it was like yeah. user submitted voted on and it turns yeah. into a real production set yeah. ideas. Yeah, the yeah. Lego ideas. And so I've got that one. And that one's small. It's it's kind of the same size as the Speed Champions kind of it's set. It's super cool, though. It is super cool. And it's cool. amazing how much, if Detail. you want one. Well, not only that, but if you want one, how expensive it is. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So I, I've got that one. And it's actually sitting at my desk at work. So it's oh, nice. probably got about two, two years of dust on top of it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe. you might want to just go get it. But what am I going to do? I'm not going to set it up at the house. Well, you're not going to go back to the office, probably. And they said June, but we'll see. But I'm not going to be in the office in June because I just made plans for a uh, road trip adventure. So that's kind of nice. They're like, hey, June, come back to the office. And then I'm like, hey, June, I'm going on vacation. <laughs> no, I'm all set. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So Grayson and I are going on our uh, our first, I guess, long distance father and son adventure. Are you uh, 
going to rent a motor home. No, this is just we're just we're just carring it and uh, staying in hotels or right. Airbnbs. We're we're driving out to Colorado Springs, Colorado. I've been there to partake in the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb festivities. I've been to that, but not for that. So you went on a bike. You went on yeah. your motorcycle. Yeah, and I'll actually, I'll yes, go ahead. And so the this year's Pikes Peak. Um, it's it's the hundredth. It's the hundredth uh, running of, of Pikes crazy. Peak. And the race is actually on June 26th. It's on a Sunday. Uh-huh. And that's the only time of the year where the entire Pikes Peak Hill is closed to traffic. Right. Otherwise, it's it's open. You can drive up at it pretty much at any time. Yeah, well, they I think they close. So when they do practices, they close the bottom and then they close the top. They, they close the entire hill for practice starting oh, okay. at like, well... It's I mean, I've closed. never been there for the race, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I bought tickets to see the practice session. So, so our, our plan is to leave Southern California on a Tuesday and get into Colorado Springs on Wednesday. And so we, the way I have it set up is like it's more or less eight hours of driving per day. Yeah. So eight hours will get me into Utah. And then Which on. Is not bad at all. Not bad. Yeah. And then Wednesday morning, we'll drive from Utah to Colorado Springs. When you. So the tickets thing. So you. Drive your car into a spectator area, or do they bus you to a spectator area? So the how does that work? Do you know? So the practice session. What's interesting is you can buy tickets to to watch the practice sessions, or you can buy tickets for the race. And they even have camp tickets where you can camp out. Um, oh, on and, the hill. Yeah. Okay. But the race day tickets start at thirty five dollars. The practice session tickets are just seventy five dollars a piece. Like there is no starting at price. It's just seventy five bucks. So Grace, 35 is way more reasonable than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's just where you can watch from. I don't know what yeah, the yeah. I don't know how the pricing goes. There are a lot of there are a lot of parking areas up and down the hills. So. so we bought the practice session. We're going Thursday and you have to be the gates are open for admission between 4 a.m. and 4:45 a.m. So if yeah. you don't get in the gates between those two your times, host. you're you're not watching right. the practice session and there's no refunds on your tickets or anything like right. that. Um, there are, I want to say three or four, uh, spectator viewing areas. Uh, I think devil's playground is as far up the mountain as you get. Yeah. That's the farthest North of the spectator viewing areas. There's the, there's the start line and a couple other spots. We're, we picked one that's midway up just so that way we can see cars at speed yeah. rather than the finish line. Right. And then we didn't want to do devil's playground because it's all the way up the mountain. And it's and also cold. Yeah, cold, and I'm not really sure where they would put you. Yeah. Because it's a little sketchy, that corner. There's a couple of spots. And so so we did that, and then I reached out to them saying, hey, we also want to drive up. And so on a typical <laughs> typical day when there's not a race going on or practice session going on, you can buy a park admission ticket, and it's 50 bucks for the car, or it's 10 bucks per adult, $5 per child. It's basically a – it's essentially a toll road. It it's basically what it is, is yes. Yeah. But it's per person rather than just like – I can't remember what I paid. I think it was like twenty five bucks or twenty bucks, maybe on the bike. Okay, yeah. And so for fifteen bucks, Grace and I can drive up, but it's separate from this hundred fifty dollars we've already spent on the tickets. Right. And so there's, for, I'm having two different conversations with two different groups. One is with the city of Colorado uh, Springs of Colorado Springs, yep. which runs the park. Right. And then I'm also having a talk with the organizers of the Pikes Peak Hill Climb because they're the ones issuing the spectator tickets. Sure. And so I said, hey, if I'm a spectator, if I'm in the park, after the practice session is over, can I continue up 
the peak yeah, and get mountain. to the top. Sure. And the Pikes Peak Hill Climb guy is like, no, you have to turn around, come down, and then go back up because you need a separate admission or a separate, you need the toll. Yeah, you're right, right, right. And they probably also want to make sure that everybody clears out. Probably. Yeah. And then the the, the city people are like, oh, yeah, you can do that. Just buy your your pass. Your, they have timed admission for the, the hill climb uh, route uh-huh. starting March or May 1st. Right. That's when they start doing timed intervals. So that way you can pick a, a noon or whatever. Right, right. So if the practice session is over at 830, I'm going to want that. 8 30 9 o'clock a.m time slot right so I've, I've i've bought the practice session tickets i've got that locked and loaded because that's a definite limited quantity i need to just call the city and be like okay do i buy my tickets now and wait till may 1st to pick my time slot or do i just wait until may 1st to buy and oh, book my time right. yeah yeah because i'm not sure how the site works because it's the the shitty part is is both the city and the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb are using a third-party ticket right. broker. Thing. I didn't even know you could buy the pass, basically the toll pass, online. Yeah, you can do it online. Because I just rolled up to the booth. You can also do yeah, that. Right. But I don't know what you show when you buy it because I haven't bought it yet. But my my tickets oh, okay. for the actual spectator passes, I bought through it Eventbrite. Yeah. So I have my Eventbrite passes on my phone now. Right. And then I just need to buy the, the daily... The, the, the drive because right. my goal is to drive the full course so that way Grayson gets to experience what the the hill climb course looks like so that way when we drive up at a at a leisurely pace and then we see that the record is you know 12 minutes or whatever he can get an idea of of, of the difference I'm actually curious because they so I don't know if it's finished but the very top of is where the lodge is is at the peak yes okay they were building a new lodge, and I don't know if that's finished yet because when I went, they weren't letting people go all the way to the top. You yes, had to park I, at a parking lot and then get bussed up. Yes. So I did that. I got bussed up, got my donuts, which you'll have to get. Right. Um, got my donuts, got my got oxygen shirt. Okay. Yeah, so, you're at 14,000 feet. Yeah, dude. It's You walk just across the parking lot. You're and winded. You're, <sighs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so did that. Took the shuttle bus back down to my bike, and I was like, you know what? I, if I don't ask, I'm going to be like really bummed. I said, Hey, is it okay if I go to, uh, I can't remember where I went to. Um, anyways, I say, can I go up to this spot, take a couple photos? And yeah. I, I swear I won't go any further. And basically they weren't letting people to the summit because of all the construction. Right. And but there just wasn't gonna, room. Yeah. Right. So no, I went to that spot. I took some pictures, looked around, cool, went back, beeped, waved on my way down, yeah. t- uh, you know, to the people working. And I got, Almost all the way back down the hill. Yeah. I went through the brake. So they're partway down the hill. There's a brake check and they actually check the temp of your brakes. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, because they're serious about yeah. use low gear. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, and all these freaking people riding their brakes the whole time and going like five. I'm like, I'm going to drop my bike, you dumbass. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I get almost all the way to the bottom. And you know what? I, I got it. There's no way. I came all the way here. Yeah. I'm going to the top. So I went <laughs> all the way back up and I said, hey, look, this is the deal. I know I'm not going to, I won't even get off my bike. I just want to get up there, take a picture of the sign so you can see that my bike was up there. Yeah. I said, I came all this way. This is, you know, I'm 11,000 miles into this trip. Yeah. And they go, okay, yeah, go for it. And right. they were super cool. So I actually got to go to the peak, to the, to the lodge that day That's on awesome. the motorcycle. And they came back down and the woman that was doing the, um, brake check. Yeah. So there's like a, a guard shack kind of looking yeah. thing, right. That you have to stop at. She was super cute, but it was really funny. She's like, oh, it's you again. I was like, yeah, I just wanted to say hi again. It was pretty funny. She like <laughs> blushed and I took off. 
<laughs> but it was cool. It, it's definitely, yeah, you feel it. And it's not, it's windy, but then you get up and it's steep and windy. Yeah. And like, well, it'll be interesting for Grayson to see what it's like because Colorado Springs is at what a 6,000 foot elevation, mm-hmm. I think, just in the city itself. Yeah. So being able to kind of, and then where we're staying, it, so, oh yeah, where are you? Where are you going to stay? I found an Airbnb. It's, oh, okay. It's a uh, Victorian apartment. So it's it's one of those old houses where like upstairs is a unit, downstairs yeah. is a unit. So we have the downstairs unit. Are you in the downtown? Yes. Okay. So downtown Colorado Springs is actually pretty cool. I'm two, maybe three blocks from like the heart of downtown, like where the the fan fest will be. Make sure you go see the fountain. The fountain. There's a weird. So there's a park. I, there's a whole bunch of weird public art and stuff. Like, yeah, it's a. It's a. So in in a park, there's this weird fountain that's basically it. Like, I don't know how to describe this thing, but it kind of pops up, and then it's like a guy with an umbrella and it's shooting water. It's bizarre. Dude. Okay, but it's it's worth seeing. I've been uh, going through the Roadside America website. Yeah, finding weird shit to look on. So the way we're going out there is we're going up through Vegas. Into Utah. So we're taking the 15 to the 70. Yeah. And taking the 70 east all the way to Colorado Springs. Right. So we'll be in Colorado uh, Wednesday through Saturday. The How actual, are you going to get back? The race is Sunday. So we're leaving on Saturday going south into New Mexico. We're staying in, in Santa Fe. And okay. And then, then we go west. And so from Santa Fe, we go through Albuquerque yeah. and then into Arizona. Santa Fe is pretty cool as well. I've never been to New Mexico. Yeah, that's cool. So... Um, I've never been to New Mexico, so that'll be the first time there. I've been to I've been to Colorado Springs. I've been to Denver, but uh-huh. those were fly in, drive, fly into Denver, drive down to Colorado Springs, spend the afternoon there, fly you know drive back and fly out. Those quick type type of business trips. So yeah, yeah. this will be the first time I've spent any decent amount of time in in the uh, in Colorado. And Colorado uh, Springs has they've got a couple decent restaurants. There's I mean some decent they, beer. They, they have an In and Out. Dude. Not that that matters, no. but I mean, it's, it's it's just funny that eat the local stuff, man. But it's, well, it's no, a cool I, place to walk around. I, for sure, it yeah. was the only reason I know that it was. Um, I have a buddy that works for In and Out. Oh, that's funny. And uh, he was heading out to Colorado Springs, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know they had one out there." And he's like, "Oh yeah, they totally do." And uh, that's when he informed me that that's why he's going out there is because they have one. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's just a college town, but there's definitely cool stuff to walk around and see. Yeah, yeah, and so we're, we're just kind of excited. It's it end up being a little over. 2,000 miles round trip. It's about a, it's a thousand miles a week. Basically we leave on a Tuesday. We come back on the following Monday. Yeah. It's about a week. Yeah. So yeah. about a week. Um, and just, it was more prioritized on getting out there pretty quickly yeah. and then hanging out in Colorado Springs and then taking a little bit longer on the way back. Mm-hmm. Now I got all excited cause we drive through Holbrook, Arizona, which is home of the TP motel, which is route oh, 66, not, not toilet paper. No, no, it's the little teepees, uh, you know, they're, they're little motel, crappy old 1950s, 1960s um, motel rooms, yeah. but they're, each motel room is its own individual teepee. Yeah, basically uh, was inspiration it, for, for cars. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Grayson wasn't sold. I'm like, well, you don't want to see them? This is rad. He's like, no, it looks gross. Well, you tell him, too bad, I'm making the reservations. Well, I mean, it does look a little rundown and old, sure. but it's... Only, I think, like 80 bucks, like 60 bucks, something like that. But um, Well, then you have to go. Well, we're going to stop by. We're not staying there. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. actually staying in uh, in Williams. I don't know. I mean, I, I, Williams is like kind of like outside of uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I mean, I must have been there. 
I'm sure I have been. Yeah, but we will also stop in uh, Winslow. Yeah, Winslow, Arizona. Don't go stand on the corner. Don't be that person. You can urinate on it, can't you? Wizard on the corner? No, I think he says standing on the I corner. I know, but... But I don't think really... you're supposed to do that. That's well, public urination. It's frowned on. I'm going to pour it into a bottle and oh, then geez. pour the bottle out. It's and... too bad Bonneville's not uh, really convenient because that would be cool to see too. Yeah, no, we're a little too far south. Yeah. Um, so here's where I'm staying in Colorado Springs. You can move the map around. But you can see like it's it's right by like Pikes Peak Avenue or whatever. Yeah. So it's right where the, the Fan Fest takes place. And that was the real reason we wanted to go is because the Fan Fest is literally they close down a couple of blocks of uh, downtown and all of the cars that are competing in Pikes Peak, the Uncle Wilbur Fountain. Yes, you are right by it. It's I at am Acacia right by Park it. and yeah. you walk over there and you see the Uncle Wilbur Fountain and you wonder why on earth it exists. Oh, sweet. And you take a video of it and you don't get, well, there's probably going to be kids playing in it. So maybe don't take a video. <laughs> well, I can take a video of Grayson on it. Well, yeah, that's true. It's yeah, just, I, I'm literally weird. on the same street that that park is off of. I'm just farther down. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, I highly recommend that. Yeah, the the Airbnb was in the. It was real nice. It was just a small like multi bedroom uh, apartment. Well, and actually, not a multi room apartment, but yeah, yeah. one bedroom. So that right. is the the to <laughs> me being me. It's like ah, it's just Grayson, and it's like we don't need to go all that fancy. Let's try to stay. Less than 150 bucks a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to get too crazy. Right, so... Make him sleep on the couch. Well, we basically have king-size bed, so he'll be bunking up. We'll be sharing beds oh, there you go. on the trip. But, I mean, it's just a nice, cozy apartment, and it's got room, and we'll be there for three days. Got a full kitchen. But the, the most expensive place, surprisingly enough, that we're staying is actually in Williams, Arizona. Like, everything else was, like, cheap, like 80 bucks a night. Yeah. Williams was, like, a hundred and, like... 60 bucks a night plus like fees so it ended up being like 190 huh which is totally odd yeah that's weird but then even looking at hotels they were expensive and in, i don't know in if wilson it, in in williams or williams i mean that's yeah. weird oh uh, well and there's limited it, stuff there that's yeah, what that's, probably that's what i'm figuring but but i even looked at flagstaff i'm like okay maybe flagstaff bigger city it'll be cheaper and no, no. you know and it's also tourist season yeah, it is July, yeah. and it's a college town, so you yeah. got people checking out the campus or whatever over the <laughs> summer. But uh, Colorado Springs, I was in a bar with uh, with two of the dudes. So two of the guys that I met on my big motorcycle trip, they drove down while I was there All right. to hang out and have dinner, and we went and, went and bar hopped. But we were at this one bar, and I have never met a person that fought a bear and stabbed the freaking bear and got away. So this guy had a – he had a – a cast or like whatever a sling and all this stuff and, we're, and you're like what happened yeah we start talking to him and he's like oh yeah i got in a fight with a bear he was sleeping in his tent and the moron had his cooler and his food in the tent oh the bear came in but the dude actually stabbed the bear oh and the bear mauled him but i mean he stabbed it and the bear took off like he fought a bear and he didn't look like the kind of guy that was you know, necessarily gonna like but, if you put him and a bear in a cage. Like he wasn't bear grills. Like he yeah, didn't look yeah, like he yeah. could do it. No, it was pretty. Like, like part of it is that's gnarly. Part of it is like that's amazing, and the part of it is like, what kind of a dumb shit are you that you didn't put your well, stuff? He's inside? a very yeah, exactly, a total dumb shit. But you know, it was it, well, he showed us the big chunk taken out of his leg because he was it was had happened only like a couple weeks before. Oh damn, it was gnarly. Yeah, it's, but that's Colorado Springs is, is colorful. You, yeah, I, I can imagine. But I mean, is that something you you brag about that you fought a bear because you basically have to tell everybody that you were a complete dumbass in order for that to happen? Oh no, that came place. up. 
That came up in the conversation. Well, because he was still in a sling. But I'm saying, like, after, you know, he's recovered and his arm is fully mobile, do you think that still comes up? People are definitely going to ask, like, how did that even happen? He's going to have a license plate, like, frame that says, I fought a bear, ask me. Bear stabber? Yeah. Yeah, it was was just a trip. I've never met anybody that got in a fight with a bear. And there, there it was. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So that's Colorado Springs, man. That's also where I dropped my motorcycle twice. All right. Well, I, I'm not planning on dropping a bike. I'm Don't. not planning on on fighting a bear. Go to Garden of the Gods. I've heard about that. Really cool. What is it? It's just huge rock formations that happen to be really. really I also heard there's like the crazy, like the it was the world's longest suspension bridge, and now it's just North America's longest suspension bridge, hmm. and it goes over like a river, and so you can do like some sort of bridge experience and some kayaking experience, okay. and it's like, and it's not too far. Outside of Colorado Springs, that one I it's didn't like know an about. hour away. Okay. Um, so I'm looking into doing that. They have like a zip line tour and some other stuff. So I'm trying to find some interesting things to do with Grayson while we're out there. So again, the, the roadside America, like there's um, petroglyphs in Utah that we can see. Mm-hmm. There's some dinosaur footprints yep. that is in a residential neighborhood that's just a small little. Oh, I didn't know about that. That's cool. A small little city block yeah. that they turn into a park and they've got the dinosaur footprints there. All right. So we're going to do that. That'll be cool. And then, I mean, there's all sorts of weird attractions to see. Like, I might actually stop in Nevada at Stateline and take him to see the uh, Bonnie and Clyde car. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's morbid, but it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But he's into cars. Yeah. So. The other thing, Colorado Springs. So at the bottom of the Pikes Peak, at the hill. Yeah. The bottom of the hill. It's on the road that you take to get out to it. There's like a little diner. I can't remember what it's called. And you may, it may be way too busy while you're there. Um, but it's decent food actually. So that's a pretty decent, it's, it's really small, yeah. but that's a decent place to eat. I found a spot in New Mexico that I want to go eat at and mainly cause it's called the dog house. And two, it was also featured in, um, breaking bad. Never seen. So it. it's just a little drive up neon lit, you know, hole in the wall, yeah. hot dog joint and right. the menu. I'm it's literally down. hot dogs. Yeah. But I'm yeah. down with a good hot dog. Right. Yeah, yeah, so sure. I'm like, all right, I'll check that out. And the fact that there's the the Breaking Bad crossover, it's like, all right, cool. I mean, I'm not that, like, I'm not going to go to the house that everyone wants to throw a pizza on. I've never, literally know nothing about Breaking Bad. Well, there's some meth. I mean, I know that it's a show about people that make meth, but that's it. That's as far as it goes. Yeah. I've never watched it. I've watched the series, but we didn't, I didn't watch it right when it, I, I didn't start watching it until I think it was in its, like, final season. Mm. So we watched it and then watched the ending. So... I don't think I've watched every single episode, but I've watched enough. Jeanette watched everything, but yeah, I got it. And I saw like the finale and all that stuff. So it was, it was kind of cool to see, but a lot of that was shot in New Mexico. So I guess we have the opportunity to, to run into see some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of hot dogs, I'm excited to get out of Chicago dog here in a couple weeks. Oh yeah. When's your, when's your spring break adventure? Uh, Easter weekend. So, so I leave on Friday morning. I was gonna say, we come home the Saturday before Easter. So the day before Easter, oh, okay. when we get back. So I leave that Friday and I come back uh, Sunday, I think. All right. So that means that we're going to be skipping an episode or so, or skipping a week for recording. We must be. We must be. Yeah. I think that's how that works out. Yay for adventures. Woohoo. Sweet. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. Chicago. Chicago. I'm not going to get pizza. And you're going for the Blackhawks game, right? Or no, no, for a concert. Yeah, for a concert. They're, Blackhawks are out of town. The White Sox are in town on the Saturday, but I don't know if I'm going to do that at all. You might as well. What Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Walk around. I love Chicago. Navy Pier. Yeah. Cruise around. I met somebody recently that lives out there, and so I'll hit them up and see what else is going on. Yeah. And you can send them a, a train ticket to Freedom for them to come out here. <laughs> no. 
How about a one-way train ticket to California? Oh, dude, what a disaster that trip was. Do they still extend your, your gift card? Or yeah, your, I've got your, my credit. Your credit? I've got to look and see. I might as well try and take a trip to... Hawaii. Just go by San rail. San Diego? Yeah. And back? Petco Park? San Diego you could definitely do, because the Union Station is pretty close to downtown. Yeah, yeah. So that would be cool. Well, they have one. They have a, and you can bring your bike on the train? The bicycle. Yeah, yeah, bicycle. So you yeah. bring your bicycle on the train, and then you get at Union Station. You can ride around to the hotel. We did that. Well, uh, I mean, I wouldn't stay. I would just go there and come back so I didn't feel like I was wasting as much credit as I'm going to be. Uh, you can still make a weekend out of San Diego. Eh. I mean, how much time do you get to spend in Wales' vagina? <laughs> well, actually, I'm going down to San Diego in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah? Uh, after I get back from Chicago, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go down there and hang out with, uh, with my buddy with his, with his new Porsche. Oh, nice. Yeah. After he's got all his braking miles put in? Uh, his, he hasn't been driving much. I guess it was going to say, is it rain be, today. Is it his weekend toy? Is it oh, his, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's not looking at it as like some sort of investment. This is just something he can... Not as an investment, but he... He make like he manufactures parts, and right, so they're so, gonna do. I think he's gonna do a shifter and some other stuff for it. Because nice. there's been a an an ask from the Porsche community for a short shifter for that car. Oh, that'd be dope. So yeah, and that's what he made. He made he does stuff for Subarus now. Right. So. Yeah, Sub- so he's gonna do a Subaru, Porsche, same thing. I mean, they're basically <laughs> the same. They both have uh, flat motors. They do have flat motors. Um, one of them, but that's about to be... as close as the overlap is. Yeah. Oh, dude. So he got the. Uh, he has the full bucket seats. Yeah. The full one piece carbon seats. Uh-huh. Um, and this is a trip I've never seen this before. So it's a handle to move it back and forth on the rail. Yeah. Which is normal. Right. But if you want to raise and lower the seat, it's an electric motor. There's a, a switch on the side of the seat to what? Yeah, to bring the fixed rail. Well, it's not really a fixed rail, but to bring that rail up and down. That sounds overly complicated. It's bizarre. I mean, it's but really, it must have really been, cool. must have been more convenient in terms of packaging or something. I guess. Instead of like a mechanical adjustment. They're, they're but that's, that's red. Gorgeous. I mean, that everything about that car is just. How tall is the guy? Uh, Tom's a little bit taller than me, maybe. So he probably doesn't need that much height adjustment. No, 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 no. And it's, I mean, did every, like every stitch on the door panel is perfect. Every little material is perfect. The color is I just amazing. like the fact that he, he opted for the leather-wrapped steering column cover. So he did that. What ended up happening, actually, the car was already being built. Oh, okay. And so he ended up, I guess that person backed out or something. So he just took over their build. And it was almost the exact build that he wanted anyways. Oh, okay. So he was like, and the leather steering column thing, he's like, I wouldn't want that, but who cares? It's yeah. already there. Um, but other than that, I mean, the car was almost perfect. It has, it's funny, the ceramic brakes basically look like they're all fucked up already. Right, because that's just Because that's how they start. Looks. Yeah, so bizarre looking. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful car and it sounds so amazing. Does it have a noticeably different exhaust sound like at idle? I mean, it definitely sounds different than a 911 for sure. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, but even it though was... it's the same engine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got the, the intakes on it, right, are the side scoops on the GT4. Right. And you blip the throttle, and that thing is freaking, that intake, yeah, that, that induction noise is so freaking loud. The GT4 RS, they move the intakes into the cabin. Yes. Right by your that. ears. Yes. I can't even imagine how insane that sounds. Yeah. It's such a... When I like when I drove the I did Pekla yeah and I did the I did the split package I did a 911 and a Cayman yeah and honestly the Cayman was more fun to drive oh yeah yeah I it mean th- just, that, a lot of people said the, the Cayman's the better car to drive but the the Porsche tends to get a lot of the love from from 
the the 911s has get a lot of love from Porsche, so they kind of try to keep it at the top of the heap. Right. But now that you've got the basically the 911 motor inside of a Cayman, that kind of flips the script a little bit. But I guess Porsche has announced that the future or next versions of the 718 platform, the, the Cayman and the Boxster, are going electric. Yeah. So this is the last. I don't think this is the last model year. I think they're going to do one more model year, yeah, technically, because of the way the builds work out. But this is the last car. So 23, I think, will be the last GT4 that you can get with an internal combustion engine. And then it's going electrified. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Because, I mean, they have that, uh, what do they call The it? alternative fuel thing. Well, yeah, they have that. But no, they have the, what's the, the Mission E, the electrified um, Porsche oh, yeah. race car. That thing's rad. That looks rad. Yeah. So I mean, if that's the future of not of mad the, about that of the Boxster and the Cayman, yeah. then it's like, all right, that's that's pretty dope. But. Right. Yeah. I mean, and the thing that the, well, I don't. Know, it doesn't suck, but it's it. These cars are already. I think that they said they were getting for a GT4 RS, which yeah, I don't know what who needs it, but anyway, GT4 RS, they're getting like almost a hundred over. Yeah, it's just nuts. Right. So that so, that's the crazy part. And then these car, I mean, because they're kind of the peak of what that car is. He he'll be able to sell it if he wants to for he'll make money on it. Yeah, not because he bought it as an investment, but that's just how the market is. He giving be. you the first right of refusal. <laughs> yeah, basically, but I don't think he'll ever get rid of it. Yeah, nor would I necessarily. As much as I, I mean, honestly, owning a Porsche has been my dream as a you know from a kid. That was the yeah. car that I wanted. Jeanette wants one. Um, Jeanette wants a. She wants a a Boxster. Yeah, she wants the convertible. Well, she also likes the the Cayman Boxer like that size. Yeah, like right. she likes it. that that and it's not it doesn't come across as being as expensive as a 911 because sure. it technically isn't. Right. Um and I, so I I brought home a, a Cayman and we had it for the weekend and she she loved, loved it. it. Yeah. And so she wants one in yellow. Sure. And so like before that she'd always wanted like when her goal was like okay, when I'm 40, I want a Corvette. And I brought home a, a C7 Corvette and for the weekend. And she went this is sucks. Well, I scared the shit out of her, uh-huh. and she didn't like being scared in the car. So she's like, "This is too much car for me." Yeah, yeah sure. And I, I think the, the, the just the the approachability of the the Porsche Boxer. Yeah, it's not an intimidating car at all. Exactly. Right. And even when you're driving it, I mean, yeah, you can push it pretty far and get beyond your control, but it seemed much more reasonable to her than yeah. the Corvette. Right. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, they're they're just such such well balanced cars, and they're just super super cool so i don't know i mean one day i'd love to have one but then the question is you know do you try to find a gt4 then pay way way too oh, much no, money for I'd it i'd be happy with like do a you, S. yeah do you go back and get a came like i don't know there's a lot of what ifs and then well in my heart of hearts i want to i want to paint a sample 911 4s i'd be so happy with that oh okay but those are crazy expensive what too. what color would you paint something annoying like fluorescent green like highlighter they, yeah. there's a uh, a civic that i keep seeing in the neighborhood that's a bright highlighter yellow wrap no it's it's a factory color but it's it's oh. it wasn't available on anything that you'd actually want it on like the type r yeah. the civic si you can't get in that obnoxious yellow color it's just like on the sport yeah or whatever much. Yeah. and you're like oh dude i saw a right hand drive honda those little k pickups yeah i saw one today okay yeah it was kind of cool was not, it bright yellow? No, it was white, but it was totally not expected. Oh. It was one of those things like, I don't know, just pop them eggs you're talking about about Civics, but it was one of those things totally unexpected. There's a couple of, no, there's a... Uh, I've, I've contemplated doing that because you have the 25-year import rule. So yeah. if the car is over 25 years old, you can import it into the U.S., but yeah. the problem of living in California is it still has to meet the emissions requirements. And it was California plated. 
So yeah, I don't know how they do that. I don't know. I mean, I, don't know I know you works. can go through the referee process and show that it passes all that right. stuff, but I mean, most of the time I, I see something that's really cool, it's plated out of state. Like it's got yeah. Oregon plates or it's got Nevada plates right. or. But they're cracking down on a lot of that. Yeah. So, I mean, you'd have to ask Sean. He knows how to do it. I have no clue. But I'm almost be tempted to bring something over and just EV swap it. So like that that little K car, but a little trucklet. Yeah, yeah. But how? But then okay. So once you that's the other thing I don't know. Like you bring it in. You swap, do an EV swap on it. Yeah. Then how do you, I guess you take it to the state ref and then they go, oh, it's an EV now? Yeah. And then therefore, oh, fine. Okay. Interesting. That's my guess. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's me speaking out of my ass. Oh, sure. I, which I, sounds I just like I'm talking out of my mouth. But. Right. <laughs> it sounds like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's a lot of cars that I would be, it would be really cool to do an EV swap just to piss off the people who like those cars. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of cars. Yeah, there's a there's a guy I'm following on Instagram, uh, Mike. He's got a shop called Stance Works, and he's uh-huh. over in Costa Mesa. Yeah. He's got a Ferrari 308 that he's doing a Honda K swap into. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty rad, just That's... because it pisses a lot of people off. Yeah, I, it'd be a 308 with a Tesla swap would be pretty cool. I've actually seen that. Oh, at, really? At Radwood when they had it in uh, at the Phoenix Club, the yeah. first Radwood SoCal. Like this is. Four years ago, five years ago now? I've never been to the Phoenix Club. I didn't even know it existed until I drove by the sign. And it's closing. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they sold the, the property off because it's right by the Honda Center. So it's yeah. downtown Anaheim. Like, mm-hmm. I guess the property's worth money. So I think, I don't know if they're closing and that's the end of the Phoenix Club or they're closing and the Phoenix Club moves, moves. somewhere else. Well, it's amazing to me that Old World Hall in Huntington is still open. Yes, and this this kind of has that same vibe. It's, right. it's got that it's old German, old, old German, German yeah. yeah pub kind of vibe, yeah. but it's got a huge outdoor venue, and so they're perfect for like car shows and stuff. And that's where I saw the, I think it was an EV West um, three hundred eight. They have kits for a lot of stuff now. Yes, yeah, and so that's that's what's kind of cool. I think is the fact that there's opportunities now that you can take your your favorite, you know, mechanical design, you know, no. automotive, and then just swap it for an EV drivetrain that might be more reliable. Well, not right. even more reliable, just faster, well, well, di- more different, too. just kind of interesting. Um, there used to be a guy that came into one of the Subaru stores that I, I was working at, and he had an old MG that he did in elect- an EV, but he did his own battery conversion. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where he's got 500 marine batteries in the trunk, like he's getting ready to go uh, swapping some hydros. Yeah. You know, but it was kind of interesting. This was... I don't know when was this like early to mid two thousands I guess so long I mean the guy was doing it all on his own with some who knows off the shelf motor I thought that was kind of kind of cool yeah except it was an MG <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is kind of funny to see like a project oh it's really cool but why'd you start with that but there's always that that emotional attachment there's that exotic so. junkyard and um oh there's an exotic record I follow them on Instagram I think they're in Arizona or something oh, really? like that yeah. They get all kinds of crazy stuff. So it'd be interesting to find, like, buy one of those off them because you don't care necessarily. You can, yeah, but salvage. If it's already salvaged, it's just whatever. It's a project. Then then who cares? And do a a Tesla swap. Although I don't know how you, like, where is EV West getting the motors and stuff from wrecked cars? I don't know. I I think they have a a couple of different motors. But yeah, one of the packages is the, the Tesla motors. Right. But now it's like, okay, you have like Lucid and Rivian, and Lucid's building their own motors. So do you want a crashed lucid because that motor is 
more compact and more, more advanced yeah. yeah than a tesla motor I, like, you would need if you were to do the lucid one you would need basically you would need a car because you're going to need also they've got this thing called the vunda box and you'd need that oh which is like one of the it's like the one of the controllers oh, okay how the how the thing charges and everything but weirdly i just saw a used Already a used Lucid. Well, yeah, but you've seen people flip shit. Like oh, the, no, and that's what the Hummer. The, the yeah, the you were saying that you've seen the couple of the Hummers. There's which I saw one of those in person. Holy ugly. Yeah, it looks ugly in pictures. I can't imagine looking at it oh, in dude, person. It looks wrong. Like there's something about it visually that your eye is just like, what? That doesn't it, work. The whole idea be, behind doing an EV is to do something that's more environmentally conscious. But when you do that. In a 9,000-pound vehicle where the battery pack itself weighs more than most small convertibles. It seems to defeat the purpose a little bit. It seems like it defeats the purpose. And then you have this. So the battery pack has to be massive because the car itself is massive. And you're like, that one battery pack for this one Hummer could be used like in two or three like normal-sized cars and deliver respectable results. Yep. But instead, it's just this one. Well, it's it's because it's GM trying to have a flagship look at me to get interest but i don't know it's, that that's going to work for them but if i was in the market for a electrified truck i would do an f-150 lightning because it still looks like a truck yep. the spare tire fits under the truck bed yep the hummer you have to stick the spare tire in the bed there is no space for the spare tire oh, under i didn't the, know that because the battery's yeah. in the way yeah right 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 so I, uh, it's just like ugh. well it's the rivian doesn't come with a spare unless you spec one and then it's in the bed as well oh i did not yeah. know that the uh they should the, make it in that little that little what the hell they call that the the pass through oh yeah i don't know the pole the hole yeah, <laughs> yeah. the side hole yes um no i think i told you my brother-in-law has one on order oh yeah the F-150. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so that, has, that is he still getting like email updates or anything about it or has it just been um, well, radio silence no he got something something recently that uh i think they sent out all of the specs of the different packages my so buddy, I, don't, I don't think he's been asked to pick anything yet yeah my, my buddy's got a um a Ford Maverick hybrid and he's had it on order. Which is funny that that's the base. Yes. Like you, the base Maverick is the hybrid, right? The step up is the all wheel drive. Right. Right. And so he wanted the hybrid cause he wanted just basically the, the fuel efficiency, but yeah. he's just delay after delay after delay. It's, he's gotten, it's been delayed two or three times now. Weird. Cause there's a couple dealers that have them on the ground. It's the hybrid, I guess is the, the choke point, just oh. like the chipset or whatever, sure, so sure. whatever it is. Yeah, there are somehow some of the dealers, but for whatever reason, he's he's still waiting on his. Dude, but. I see more Broncos for sale, brand new Broncos. And I also saw, actually today, uh, got served up an ad from Edmonds for a 2022 TRD Pro 4Runner well, in that hideous green. That's the awesome green. That's the color to get. No, it's not. And your, also, Your only other choices are black, white, or gray, and then the green. Go with the color. $80,000. Well, that's just smoking crack. But yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing that really sucks about this current, uh, I want to say. Supply chain issue, we'll call it. I don't even know it's supply chain because it's been going on for years where people just like buy up all the Hot Wheels and oh, then right. flip it and sell it. Yeah. But you having people do that with Hot Wheels. You haven't do it with Lego sets. Right. You having them do it with moon swatches. You haven't do it with cars. Well, the, a big part of it is, though, is that. Like even Xboxes, like most Lego stations, it's, it's because there's too many people that are, they can't wait. I have to have it right now. Right. Right. Dude, it's going to be around for years. Calm down. Yeah. But like, like the PlayStation and Xbox, those have been out for what? Three years. You, but those Two you just years? can't get. Right. 
but there's people that are buying them, flipping them, and right. selling them for profit. So it's just like fuck. I did see a is Xbox One. Is that the new one? Uh, I don't know what it, I can't remember. I can't it's, keep them all now. Straight. It's it's the Xbox Series X Series S. So oh okay then because I saw Xboxes at Target the other day. Yeah, if it's the One S or the One X, that's the Old older one. one. Okay. And then I also saw, and I know these are hard to get. Uh, they had switches. Switches and, are and they had starting the, to see trickling in. Um, OLED one, the new one. Okay, the the it's a smaller one. I, I think, think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. I have a switch and I barely ever play it. Yeah, I've never actually played with a switch in the wild, except for the one that was that used to be on display at Target. Right. Like they had the one mounted. But it is a trip. I mean, the, how much stuff has been just gone. I went to KFC last night because Jeanette had a craving for fried chicken. That sounds weirdly good. It was good, but it's gotten expensive. Like Everything. literally, like the the twelve piece, the the twelve chicken tenders meal with like three sides and biscuits was thirty five bucks. Holy crap! Yeah. Well, the the little local burger joint Omega that I love. Yeah. The you could get a bacon cheeseburger, fries, and a drink for seven something, seven ten, yeah. and now they're up to nine bucks. Yeah. But Which, even that, it's still a reasonable it's still value. still a deal, yeah. right? still a deal, but I'm just saying, it's going up. And I did read an article that because of all kinds of other problems, right, that food prices specifically, it was talking about, will be continuing to rise through the year. I saw something because of the, the war in the Ukraine. Right. Russia and Ukraine supply a lot of minerals that are used in creating fertilizer. Oh, interesting. And so that'll have an impact on farming. Makes sense. Which will have an impact on food prices. Yay. Yay. Go dum-dums. Yeah. So, I mean, it is, it's fascinating because, I mean, you don't realize how everything is interconnected in the way that it is. Well, yeah, because you're never forced to think about it. Right. Like, right. I don't know where my fertilizer minerals come from. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? So it's just like my, nope. fer- my fertilizer comes from Home Depot. You know, it's just as far as people think. But it is... It is kind of interesting, but it's a it's a challenge. But I did notice that fuel almost went down. Almost went down. Yeah, it just plateaued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to go down. It. I'm excited for the road trip just to see how much cheaper gas is outside of California. Like I'm pretty sure once I cross the state line in Nevada, I'll see a reasonable drop. Yeah. It'll still be expensive. It'll be but high, but not as high com- as it is here. It'll be expensive compared to how it normally is, but still less. My expectation if if gas is like six bucks here, I should see gas. Probably three ninety nine, somewhere along the route. Yeah. I would expect. When you, I mean, you're not requiring premium. No. Yeah. So. No. But I will. Why? I'll put the premiums in there. No, don't do that for the turbos. It doesn't do anything. The turbos gets me more horsepower. Oh my god! You don't need more horsepower. I need more torques. No, you don't. You're gonna be on the freeway. You don't need it. Mountain hill climbing. Oh jeez. Pikes Peak will trip you up. Yeah, I'm excited. Drive- I don't think I, I don't think I've been up at that altitude before. I've spent a lot of time in Bogota, Colombia, which is like an 8,000 foot elevation. Yeah. And, you know, that was fine. But actually spending a decent amount of time up at 14,000 feet is something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, even having spent, by the time I got up to Pike, like went up Pike's Peak, I had spent probably two, a week and a half, maybe two weeks at a pretty decent elevation. Yeah. And that's still kicking ass. Oh my God. So like to the point where, like I said, just walking from the shuttle into the gift shop to get my donuts was you you knew <laughs> you know i think the thing that i'm most I also excited was like about, 50 pounds heavier i think the thing that i'm most excited about is the absurdity of packing for a trip in june and needing to bring like a heavy coat yeah and, and, it's gonna get and cold pants yeah. and, and stuff to stay warm with right 
And you're going to get donuts. I'm just excited for the donuts. That is kind of what I'm going for. Yeah, is the donuts and some some dumb like sticker, you know, memento. Yeah, like, weird shirt. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out because you can get some of the Pikes Peak race wear that says, you know, 100th anniversary. Which is really cool. Which is really cool. But do I care that it's 100th anniversary? Because the styles for the 100th anniversary stuff are just like so-so. But the other non-100th anniversary Pikes Peak apparel is kind of cooler. Yeah. So I don't know. I have one of those really hideous, <clears throat> um, like way too many colors, kind of neon Bonneville shirts. Okay. Then that's like yeah, you know, it's kind of that style. Right. It's like, you know, you probably own a boat. Right. Like but that it, kinda, it, you've got to get it. You yeah. Get so if that's what the Pikes Peak stuff's like, I mean. The, the, one, the fun thing about being a, a, a parent to a kid who's as car obsessed as Grayson is, is how much of his wardrobe is t-shirts that we've picked up from various like auto shows and, and car shows yeah. and stuff like his wardrobe like he had spring photos taken at school so these aren't for like the yearbook they're just another picture session that the school does and so his sixth grade spring photo is him wearing a t-shirt that looks like jaws on the front yeah except it says rotary and there's a big oh, rotor it's a rotor instead yeah, of a shark instead of a shark yeah and uh Instead of a swimmer, it's a little piston oh, in the that's, water. That's funny. But again, he's got a ton of car-related right. shirts. Um, so it, it'll be kind of funny to see what we can do to add to that collection while we're at Pike's Peak. So he's probably going to walk away with at least one or two. Yeah. No, it's going to be fun. Do you get a jacket? I don't know. He We, we went to the uh, the Gretty uh, open house food drive like right around end I, of December. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that was yeah, in December. Yeah. And he picked up a coach's jacket. So it's basically a windbreaker yeah. with snap buttons, but it's got the Gretty logo built out of Legos. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Like stocked building blocks. So he's got that. So he's he's got that. And he's got Woodward stuff. So that's not car related, yeah. but that's Ashes Sports. But a lot of his stuff is basically just branded with his interests. That's I, I, because I, I used to get all that stuff. Like Gretty would give us stuff. Oh, yeah. Like we get stuff from all these people. I finally got rid of a bunch of it. I had a, it was not really mint green, but it was kind of a mint green sort of coach's jacket. Yeah, incredibly Japanese. Like had a shimmer to it, right? right. And it was a Gretty jacket that I, I ended up. I think I put it on eBay and got a couple hundred bucks for it. Oh damn! Yeah, I mean people wanted a lot. So yeah. dude, I, I used to have like five Bomex banners. Oh yeah, also it's with money now. Those are those are hilarious too because their their slogan I'll never forget it. It's "Pray to God of Bomex." Oh. I hope your speed over the rival. <laughs> and you, you what? <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Like I, I would, the bad translations. Yes, I yeah. would buy T-shirts in Japan, and uh, unfortunately they don't fit me. Right, but I would buy them for Grayson. Well, because a Japan extra large still doesn't fit. A G- Japan extra large is like a medium U.S. Yeah, at best, at best, and so they fit for Grayson just fine. Yeah, so I would buy any sort of shirt that had the awkward English translation, and you totally understand the vibe. Yeah, you, you kind of get what they were trying to say. Right, but yeah. the, the literal wording is just hilarious. Yeah. Well, some of them though, there have been a few where I've seen, and I'm like, I actually no clue what you're trying to say here. Like, <laughs> that is those words do not belong in a sentence but yeah it, it's gonna be fun i'm i'm stoked for you to get to go see that i would yeah. like to see the race but that's not gonna happen i don't care about the race so much just because well, i mean i just would like to be there when they're doing it right instead yeah. of just going like i went to went i went to go well I f- yeah i'll i'll see the race cars running up the hill during the practice yeah and that's qualifying. so that'll be as close as i get to the actual yeah. race but i don't need to be there race day right, right. because you're stuck on the mountain the entire all day. day yeah and i you know i i'm actually wondering because i was there 
And I guess it had to be July. So I wonder what I missed it by like a couple week, of weeks, two days. I don't know. Yeah. Cause it's at the end of June. I don't, and I, I assume it's right around the same time every year. Yeah. I, I, would I don't guess. know. I don't know. I'd, I'd be, I mean, maybe I'll look it up, but I did. Like I said, I, when I went to Bonneville, it was an accident. Yeah. Cause they had delayed it a week. Right. And so you just ended up being at the right time. Yeah. It's right time, right place. So, and with that, sir, uh, we should go right time, right place somewhere else. Oh yeah. I got dinner plans for the boy. Well, good for you. Birthday. We're starting the birthday celebrations today. Oh boy! Wait, Wednesday his actual birthday is Wednesday. It's Wednesday the sixth. So yeah. the day this episode comes out, yeah, yeah, he he will be twelve. And you give him extra time, we bonus just, birthday. Yeah, we just celebrate. Well, we're celebrating with family tonight. Oh. We'll, we'll party. Well, hopefully, somewhere good. Koki's teppanyaki. <gasps> what? Yes. Oh, I was just talking about Koki's yesterday. Oh, yep, we're there. Now I'm jealous because I'm, I'm gonna have a salad for dinner. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'll just fling like a tomato in your mouth or something. I'm at that point where I, uh, <laughs> I've got to use what's left in the fridge. Oh yeah. yeah. You know? And, <laughs> oh, well. All right, sir. Later. Bye. You've been listening to the ungrown ups podcast. And for this, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs>